Yo! Oh, what's up, everybody? It's not like you guys haven't been hanging out for two hours already. It's not like we don't know exactly what's going on around here. Good evening, everybody. Welcome in. Appreciate you being here. For those of you in the live studio audience, you've got the longest fluffer time ever. <laughs> oh, appreciate you guys being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into the show. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Good evening. Welcome in. It's been a while. I know it's been like, what, a whole week? More? I, I don't remember the last show that we actually did together. That's bad. Let's find out. Can you guys help me remember in a Talking Trek server sound off, please? Let's see if we can hit it up. Yo, Mighty Croc, kicking us off on server eight. Thank you so very much. Silverhawk on server 49. JT Bob on 156. Debbie Mosel on 20. Eyebrow on server 24. Eyebrow, you need to PM me. You, you won something on the last show. I don't remember what it was. I think it was like a, I think it was a t-shirt or something, right? Or a battle pass? I don't remember. You need to shoot me a PM and I'll go back and look. Emperor some. Uh, on 137. What's up, Stradalorian on server 9, Captain Planet on server 166 and 167? Oh, you guys got merged. I get it. B for the God, server 17. What's up, Aries on server 14. Thank you, Maximum Hunter Dude on 28. Lost in on server 55. Clapping at Kirk, server 9. Starfox on 146. Joker on server 16. General Chaos on server 187. Air Raid on server 12. Thank you. Dekix in some European server somewhere. Appreciate it. Uh, Wolf, wait, no. Dekix went to Ops 52. He's a free to play 52? That's crazy, man. Wolf, what on server 49? Ash to destroy on 43. Juck says, I don't even know who I am anymore. But I'm somewhere on 187. <laughs> Doug on 47. Ripper is here. Your criminal heroic Tashcan. We're going to check in with him in a little bit. Jazzmeister on 167. JT10 on server 24. Mosher on 181. Butcherboy on 172. Dragon on 183. Xborg on server 11 and 66. Thank you very much. Karkin on 15. Iron Man on server 34. Omicron on server 16. DJ Gur broadcasting live from server 8. Galvanox on 58, and uh, many, 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 many more. Uh, Hercules said, should we tell him that there's something wrong with the sound? Don't. Don't, I don't, I, don't tell me. What's wrong with the sound? Mark, what's wrong with the sound? There's not anything wrong with the sound, is there? Ripper. Not that I hear. I didn't hear anything wrong with the sound. Sounds fine to me. Don't mess with me. Oh, you're messing with me. Don't mess with me. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't mess not with me, guys. It's been, <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a week. Uh, but we are broadcasting live on the brand spanking new uh, Talking Trek Studios. Ripper, good evening. Welcome into the show. How are you, buddy? You've been <laughs> you've been trying to help me solve all kinds of these stupid problems. Are you still awake? Even looks like he's muted. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> That's it. He's been around this whole time, but but as soon as it's time to start the show, he's gone. He might be getting a snack. He could be getting a snack. As a matter of fact, this was... We have been trying to get on the air so long that both Trader and Bubba had to call it a day. They quit. They left. They were here, <laughs> and they had to go. 
because it's just been one of those. Well, that's all right. Bubba Joe told me that all he was going to do was yell and, and cuss and, and things like that today anyway. Oh, see, yeah. I, I, forgot to, I forgot to set the studio clock. All right, the, the red blinky clock. I got to fix that. What, what do I normally set it for? I don't even know. Like, it, what, hours. an hour and ten minutes? No, it's not. <laughs> six hours. Get out of here. It's not That's six hours. Break. Um, <laughs> Mosher says, two hours of stupid news was enough. Well, listen, don't you worry. I've wow. got more. Stupid <laughs> news. I where that came from. I hit the wrong button. News. There we go. And, oh, the, the buttons are all in different places now. <laughs> oh, boy. That's what you get for redecorating. All new, bu- all new buttons, all new places. It is a lot of fun. I, I have, I have real news. I have great news for you. This is unfortunate because I did have time to prepare it, and then Bubba Joe got the miss today, and it was all, it's all not good. But I do, I do have. As a matter of fact, I have something great from from Rippers. From Rippers, uh, I got, I got something great from Rippers' brain as well. All right, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. She's in the news, says she does not believe that this month's Chinese spy balloon fiasco should harm diplomatic relations between Washington and Beijing. She's confident in this because she actually had a long sit-down conversation with Chinese spokesperson President Biden. (laughs) I don't think so, no, the Veep told Politico when asked if the surveillance device would change the United States' relationship with China, but some analyst says she could have stopped at, I don't think. (laughs) Could have just stopped right there. Uh, Meanwhile, the People's Republic of China lobbied criticisms, actually, at the United States over the nation's recent actions to protect its airspace. Again, communicating through their U.S. spokesperson, President Biden. The the Chinese aren't happy that we shot down their balloon. I mean, you'd be ticked too. Honestly, have you been to a party city lately? It's almost as bad as eggs. Balloons. Balloons are very expensive these days. College kids in London turned a toaster on its side while attempting to make a cheese toasty and sparked a blaze that soon gutted the entire dorm building. Firefighters are now warning people not to use toasters on their side to make cheese toast. In more impressive news, they did actually have to tell this to people in college. Yeah, don't turn a toaster on its side. It's not an oven! Higher education is not what it used to be. Uh, Ryan Seacrest is leaving live with Kelly and Ryan. It's an absolutely devastating thing, Aww. you know, for, for all the 12 people who watch the show. Kelly Ripa's husband, mm-hmm. Mark Consuelos, is taking his place. It is. Oh, it's, God, no. Yeah, that's happening. Uh, no punchline. They should have found a new person with Ryan. Kept <laughs> yeah, <name>. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the wrong person's leaving the show. Another, another Ryan. Ryan Gosling could have done it, maybe. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds would have been Ooh, funny. Ryan. I would totally watch that. Might have been good with Ryan Reynolds. everything better. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Simpson is in the news. Shared a snap of herself crouching down on the set of an outdoor photo shoot and peeing in the grass. Uh, She's crazy. Yes, she posted that picture. She's absolutely crazy for posting that picture on Instagram. There's people who will pay for it on OnlyFans. What are you doing? Yeah. Why? Why? Shame on you. It's a terrible wasted opportunity. Uh, the first image of Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn in the Joker sequel has been released. Yes. Lady Gaga is playing Harley Quinn in the new Joker sequel. She and Joaquin Phoenix both look absolutely nuts. It's got some people pretty excited for the unique twist into the psychology 
of some of the franchise's favorite characters. I, for one, am excited to take a peek inside this bad romance. <laughs> Indianapolis Colts have hired Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen, 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 as their new head coach. Going from Philly to Indianapolis seems like a major downgrade, but he's happy that the fans aren't going to light his car on fire. That's what he said. He's quoted. <laughs> South Florida uh, researchers are working on a new way to track and capture invasive Burmese pythons by using small mammals outfitted with GPS devices <laughs> to which rabbits and ground squirrels everywhere responded with, No! God! <laughs> no, God, please, no! 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 <laughs> is that not is that not freaking terrible? You're gonna control the Python population by injecting GPS devices into their food. Oh my god, how I mean it's probably brilliant, right? But man, that is just some morbid, morbid thinking, man. Oh no, God! <laughs> No, God, please, no, 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 no. Oh, God, well, yeah, that's too many humans. I've eaten already. Rabbits and ground squirrels everywhere. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's also, your stupid news. Hello, sorry. Hey, yo, what's up, Ripper? Welcome to the stage. I am I'm actually alive. He's alive. Thank you for being here, Rip. I appreciate you, man. Uh, listen. Yeah. There, there was something. It's been a minute. So before you guys got two hours of fluffer time, there was actually more time. Can you believe this, community? There was more time before the two-hour fluffer time that Ripper and Aaron and Mark and a couple of us were actually, believe this, we were doing audio testing. <laughs> we were actually doing testing on the new studio. Um, and at one point... Obviously, we failed. Well, we, we got it right on our stuff, right? We got it right on right. our stuff, but that's where we got it wrong was on Oliver's stuff, but that's fine. But yeah. during this pre-fluffer pre-show time, we were testing my stuff. And at one point, community, I asked Ripper. I asked Ripper to, to give me good, high-energy <laughs> Ripper. I, and, and I was trying to balance it against an audio file because I was trying to get the line levels, you know, roughly right. I was trying to, you know, just make sure that like things were, were good. Right. I was trying to make sure that everything was perfect and Ripper lays this down. Now I am running audio so I can kind of watch the, the levels, right? Like the DB and the yellow and the green and the red and all that stuff. So I was, I I was, but I forgot that I was rolling tape because it was rolling forever. And I got this little bit of a nugget. I wanted to share this with you. Can I, Yes. Can I share this with you? This was amazing. Check this out. Ripper, I need you to talk. I need you to get excited. What? I'm excited, okay? I'm all full of positive energy. All the positive energy you could possibly imagine. All of it. I'm going to suck all of it out of the entire universe, okay? There will be (laughs) nothing left. It will all be mine. Oh, is it quiet? That was amazing. Is it is it too wish, quiet? I kind of wish I was actually rolling tape on that. Uh, I, I could I could turn it back up. Do you guys want me to play it again? I, play, oh yeah, play it again. Play it again. Ripper, I need you to talk. I need you to, need you to get what? excited. I want it now. 
what? I'm excited, okay? I'm all full of positive energy. All the positive energy you could possibly imagine. All of it. I'm gonna suck all of it out of the entire universe, okay? There will be <laughs> nothing left. It will all be mine. <laughs> and, and just as it... That was amazing. As it happened to turn <laughs> I out... I kind of wish... Kind of wish I was actually rolling tape on that. As it turned out, we were mm -hmm. actually playing the I want it all, and he was like, Yes, I want all the positive energy. I'm gonna suck it all out of the universe. Uh yeah, suck. Oh my gosh, what is wrong with you? You filthy, filthy people. Uh Wham says the auto quality was poop. Well, that was in fairness, it probably was poop because that's when we were trying to fix stuff, and it just happened. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, like this I have to this has to be kept. So it probably was a little bit imbalanced, but you know, here here you are. You you've got it now. Um, no, I didn't no. say. F he said sucked with an S. He wants to suck all the positive energy out of the entire universe. Oh my God, that's so loud. See, that's too loud. Why was that one so quiet? Oh, I know. I didn't normalize it. Did I normalize it? Maybe I didn't normalize it. See, now now I'm second guessing everything. It. I need you to talk. No. Now I'm second guessing so everything. What? I'm excited. See, okay, that I'm sounds quiet. Even even the music is quiet. That all sounds quiet now. See, now I'm second guessing everything. Oh my god. <sighs> Dragon says it was wait too loud. Wait, the drum was too loud. Now the drum is fine. Ah, anyway, yeah. it, uh, it's, it's so many things. So yeah, that was uh, that was a uh, so many things. Also, someone said poor Ripper. Why poor Ripper? Why I mean, poor Ripper? Ripper was very excited. He was he was super excited I mean, at this, about at, you know at this point, whatever <laughs> I say has the potential of getting clipped and used somewhere. I'm gonna find a way to use, use that. Used as a quote by someone mm -hmm. apparently. Yes. Um, yeah. Obviously, why would it be? I mean, that was that was some fantastic stuff right there. All right. I good have e accepted. Okay, I'm <laughs> fine with it. <laughs> Guys, I do want to thank and you. Welcome. Uh, to our first show back in what feels like a long time. I don't even know. How long has it been since we've done a show? I mean, it, you're right, Shiny. I do more testing than Scopely. It, it is a thing. Uh, we do a lot of testing. It, it, sometimes bad things still happen. Has it been only a week? We missed wasn't last Wednesday. Wasn't, uh, it was before Super Bowl. Wednesday before Super Bowl. Wednesday before Super Bowl. So, yeah, it's been 10 days crazy 10 days since we've done a show now uh that being said i i apologize i apologize for all the stuff that that i have missed because during this 10 days i've been building i've been doing things in the studio you guys have seen the new studio pictures take a look in the graphics room like the new studio looks dope yes ripper are you are you excited about this because i am like this studio looks oh it, it's kind of a dream it's kind of a it's kind mm -hmm. of a lifelong thing. I've always wanted something kind of like this. It's really amazing. So um, I, that's what I've spent several days constructing, building. Oliver DJs has been out here getting underfoot. I mean, helping as well and and putting things together. It's been a fantastic thing. All right, uh, we're not quite ready I'm yet. I'm excited. It's not even my studio. It's it's a good thing. Wham says flicks your fl flicks flicks fix your floor trim. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'll get around to that. I, I was, you know, I was trying to move quick. Anyway, yes, and I need, my fingernails are dirty because I've been working and, and you know, it's dirty. Gosh, you guys are harsh, man. Like, I'll, I'll clean wow. my fingernails when I shower later, okay? I mean, God. Anyway, let's talk about, let's talk about other stuff that you guys want to complain about. Let's talk about Haters Star Trek. Haters are going to hate. Star Trek Fleet Command is here. Let's check it out. Star Trek Fleet Command 
Uh, and you guys are going to kind of have to fill me in. Now, I did put uh, a couple of show notes up here. I did, like the Valentine's Day event. I'll be honest with you. I thought those things turned out pretty nice. Um, I, I know that some people were a little bit fussy about them, right? Like, I think there was, I think there was something that somebody said, uh-oh, I just got an error message on my machine. It says, restart to repair drive errors. What is that? <laughs> is that a big deal? Is that a problem? <laughs> it doesn't sound good. <laughs> that doesn't, I was upset. That, that doesn't sound good left. at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like it's ready to repair something. That sounds wonderful. Oh, God. You do your work, machine. Go. <laughs> oh, my God. Be reset. I just, I can't, I can't handle it today. Uh, anyway, listen, we'll, what we've got, I've got a very brief set of show notes um, and, and hopefully maybe a shorter show since we burned up so much time uh, with, with all this other stuff. Let's start with Valentine's Day. Now, I don't know, I don't know if Bubba's here. I, I don't think he's coming back. And, and I did a quick write-up on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Today's the 19th, so it's been that long since I've really paid attention to anything in the game. Um, but I did a write-up on the 14th and, and published it. I also did a collaboration video with Rev, and we published that. Bubba, why aren't you on the stage? Bubba's in the audience, but he's not on the stage? Well, what gives with that? All right. Now, uh, I'll tell you that I was wrong. Okay? And, and I, I'm, I'm going to take some responsibility for that, but... At the same time, like I gave Scopely a pretty good harsh talking to as well. Let me explain to you what's going on with the with the Valentine's Day event, which is over now, and the loot store is even gone. Like everything's gone, and and what ended up happening? Free to play ended up with fifty, not sixty. Okay. Now, still, I would I would like to to ask Bubba or Putz or Karkin. I, I guess I know Bubba's answer. Bubba told me earlier today that he was throwing a thirty day shield. He said he had finally had enough. I I don't know. I've been out of the game. I don't know what he's upset about. All right. I'll I was upset they shorted us 106 to get the emote for the free-to-play. Free-to-play did not get the emote. Yep. I noticed that. That was oddly intended. Uh, even after the compensation, like it was it was intended that you, you weren't there. You know what I'm saying? But even after the compensation, when you got an extra 214, then you still didn't have enough. You were still a half a pull short. You were 100, and actually it was supposed to be 107 short, but it ended up being like 106 or 104, something weird, uh, short of the Avatar. That was, for whatever reason, intended to be paid, which is odd. Even people who love paid cosmetics, like Ripper, uh, not able to get it? Did you get it, <clears throat> or did you not? I would imagine you did not, because it would have required you to spend money, and you haven't done so. I got it. I have not spent any money since November, so I didn't. I did, in fact, spend $20 on it, although uh, it was poor timing on my part because I didn't finish all the events. <laughs> I did spend the $20 and still missed out on events. So <clears throat> uh, I did have enough to get the Avatar, but I didn't. I did the Officer Shards instead. Now, Karkin, let me come to you. Obviously, you would have. would you have sacrificed 50 Officer Shards for that Avatar? I feel I was able to get those officer shards elsewhere. You know, Avatar would have been maybe. I mean, you can get them elsewhere, content, but maybe, I mean, I like getting. There, there was nothing that I wasn't unlocking. The new Avatar would unlock something. That's I, true. I like DJ Gur wasn't an Avatar. It was actually a. It was it, an emote. It was a frequency yeah. hail, or it was a hailing response, or whatever the hell they're called. 
All right. So, yeah, it was it was a, a what do they call it? A hailing frequency, an emote, uh, a spacefaring animation character. OK, a hailing frequency, whatever. All right. The, these silly little things that are flowing off in space. Now, Ripper, you actually said pretty the other much day, useless, except for in events. If you don't have a rare already, it could have given you more opportunities for better points in those events. Wait, you mean you mean that people actually like just sat in space all day and just pop those things every thirty seconds for an event? You didn't? Oh yeah. my yes. god! Oh my god! No. Sixty times. <laughs> no, I've got. As a matter of fact, the, that was one of the events that I missed. Uh, I, I missed several events while you know between Wednesday and today. I missed several events because I was just doing other things. Um, wow, Cruzito said we had guys with seven ships just sitting in space and rotating through. 30 seconds at a time. What? Yep. What? Like, that's yeah, not that's even gameplay. That's not yeah. even gameplay. Like, what? why? I told Scopely this was pure the event and simply. Told us too. This was yeah, the was dumbest cool. event they have ever launched in this game. Exactly. All right. It was dumb, but it was easy. It was dumb. This was the stupidest invention ever. Now, granted, when you got hailing frequencies, which is a dumb feature anyway, I understand yep. that it's probably really difficult to to write an event around it. I mean, literally, what event can you write around hailing frequency? I don't know that I actually blame the arc runner for that. Okay, like I, I don't think that I can. It's just for the alliance dumb. leaderboard. Yeah. Okay, you had to do it in the PvP area, so that would that kind of drew in targets for PvP. <laughs> if they were trying to grind for the alliance leaderboard. All right, fine. I, I I'll fine. I didn't play it. So maybe there was some subtle design beauty to it. I find the whole thing ridiculous. All right, I don't mind saying that. I find it dumb. Hey, you know what? You know what? You know what, Captain Planet? You can kill a player and then facepalm them. Yes, you can. You know what? They won't see it if they're in a fog of <laughs> war right. system. Okay, they're going to be gone. Like how? How? Think about this for a second. Like it, it's dumb anyway. But then if you do kill somebody. They won't be around to see it because they're dead. That is, in, in, if they're in a fog of war system, that is. All right. If they're in a fog of war system, they're not going to be around to see it. All right. It's just, it's so dumb. All right. Yep. The event was dumb. The feature's dumb. Now, granted, this is what Ripper says to me behind closed doors. Ripper says, you know, I like cosmetics. You know, I like <laughs> avatars and frames. All right. And and this will probably eventually get to that point. I said the same thing about avatars and frames when they came out. Dumb, dumb, dumbity dumb, dumb, dumb is what I said. But now I actually do like them. I actually try to chase after them. I try to, you know, if I can, I'll I'll earn them when I can. Maybe, maybe there's there's something to this. Maybe people do want this stuff. I, I you know, I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just saying that I thought it was dumb then. I was proven wrong. Maybe I'll be proven wrong on this too. It looks dumb, but clearly there's only a handful, and I bet you anything, Ripper, we're going to, a year or two from now, we're going to see ourselves with 50 of these things. Yeah? No? And honestly, it's probably better. Aries says it's another way to troll players in the game. It's probably better than chat. I mean, honestly. I don't know. Like, so... Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Captain Planet More. says, you know, don't don't ignore the obvious. They actually work. I mean, that's true too. They they do work. 
All I mean, right. I mean, they didn't break anything. To, to be to, like, I don't. I don't want to be negative, but failing that would have been an achievement. <laughs> well, they <laughs> they do have a few achievements, uh, a few notches in their belt here. It seems like this month. Whatever. All right. Fine. Feature event. Whatever. Silly. Not silly. That's all good and and fine. But um, the, the where I was starting with was, was with the Valentine's events. All right. Now, some of them were silly. Some of them were, were good. Uh, I come back to, oh, that's what started. Karkin was complaining about the, the emote that was not available to yeah. free to play. So I, I get that. I'm surprised that anybody cares. All right. To be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I would have been surprised if anybody spent their loot on that. I mean, I, I guess some people did. I, I didn't. I spent it on the officer shards, the actual things that would actually bring me benefit or value in this game is is what I went after. Air Raid says I went with shards all the way. I, I agree. You should have gone with shards. That was the thing to do. Okay? Because, because it's dark. That's why I turned the light on. It's dark out here. <laughs> all right, fine. Jeez, he wants the lights out. Why? It's pitch black out here. All right, so um, anyway, officer shards. That that's what I went after, and and some people I do have some private messages where some people were like, "I thought you said, I thought you said." Well, yes, I did. I'll own it. Yes, I did say the free to play we're going to get sixty. Yes, I did say the twenty dollars was going to get you two hundred shards. I'll own that. All right, but I'm going to tell you why. Because Scopely didn't give me anything, and this is an, this is something else that I continue to complain about, and I continue to fuss about, is that I got nothing. Rev and I sat for an hour and tried to figure this thing out. Now, here's why the assumption was what it was. All right, day one, you had trivia events. Each trivia piece gave you 25% of a poll. All right, so when you did all four trivias, there was one poll. But what happens in those sub-metas? All right, we've seen this before. I talked about this on Twitch. Where we've seen this before is you need a trigger, right? To get uh, trivia event number two, you needed a silent trigger to, to hit it because it doesn't give you all four trivias at the same time. It's one after another, after another, after another. So you have this silent trigger built in. We have seen this before. I totally understand Scopely's reasoning for this. I think they did it in a, a weird way, but I understand. When you have a chest that has a trigger, you would have opened a chest that gave no rewards. You would. How many times have you guys seen that when you've opened a chest and it had nothing in it, right? You remember? I mean, we've seen this before, and people complain, well, I, hope I didn't get any rewards. Well, you weren't supposed to. It was just a trigger. But players, by and large, uh, always fuss about that. So they put an extra an extra little bit. I don't remember what it was, like 28 shards or something like that. It was enough for a half a pull. They put that in there. Now, why? Why a half a pull? I don't know. That was really silly to me. That was really, 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 really silly to me. Because it didn't run again on day two or day three. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, so why put a half a pull in there? It was literally worthless. It was 100% worthless to free to play because you got two full pulls out of the meta. You got a full pull out of the mission, uh, out of the trivia event. You got a full pull on day two, a full pull on day three. 
if you were free to play. So why give a half pull? First of all, that doesn't make any sense to me. Okay? You could have put speed-ups. You could have put repair speed-ups. You could have put a, a double of latinum in there. You could have done a reload token. I mean, you could have done anything other than a completely worthless pull. It's the same as an empty chest, except it looks like you're getting something. Well. Yeah. It's worse because it ties up your inventory, and now I have that sitting there forever. Oh, don't worry. Oh. Even people who paid and everything, they have four left over. So Yeah. So don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. Even if you paid, you still have something <laughs> junking up your inventory. you got four left. All right. Now, here's why I said that there was going to be 60 free-to-play and 200 for – well, we did the math in Rev's video. I assumed one-and-a-half pulls per event. Because that's what you got on the first day. One and a half pulls for each of the, of the uh, four trivia events. So a pay-to-pay player would have gotten six on day one, which they did. A free-to-play player got one and a half on day one, which they did. A reasonable mind would have extrapolated from there, which is what me and Rev did, especially since Scopely gave us nothing. We had no idea. Then day two. Then day two shows up. <laughs> And it actually, holistically, makes more sense. One pull per event. You do one free-to-play event, you got one pull. You do all four paid, you got four pulls. Except <laughs> that cost you a half a pull free-to-play. Now, if it cost you a half a pull, you haven't lost anything yet because you actually had a half a pull too much from the first day. No sweat. You're still sitting on 60. Yay! Free-to-play are unaffected at this point. Pay-to-play, though, lost two pulls because they had a half a pull from four events on day one that didn't show up in day two. There was 20 shards down. $20 equals 180 now. Uh-oh. Day three. Day three. Now you're down another half pull free-to-play. Uh-oh. But you can't actually pull a half pull, so you've lost 10 shards. You're now down to 50. Not 60, but 50 now. And the pay-to-play have the same repeating problem from day two. They're down another 20 shards. That brings them down to 160. That is where it landed. That's where it landed. Free-to-play got 50. Pay-to-play got 160. Now, that's not what I claimed. And I get it. And Scopely has received tickets on that. I've received messages from Scopely. Why did you promise this? I don't know. How about you guys give me some flipping documentation next time? Uh, you know, how about you guys tell me what you want me to say? And then I don't have to make assumptions because you know what assuming does. Assuming lets me put out content that everybody says is okay and right, and then you guys don't do that. Okay? Creates a problem then. I reported it. I tried to get them to go back up, but that was when I got the explanation of the empty chest and that they wanted to put something in it. I'm like, well, I get it. Sure, I get it. But guess what? The only people that it actually really affected, well, no, it affected everybody. Free-to-play lost 10. Pay-to-play lost 40. You know, I, I just... <sighs> so, yeah, that's on me. I apologize. I made an assumption about Scopely Design. Probably shouldn't have done it. Now, that being said, I am going to tell you now that that was literally the only thing I did not like. I, I did not like about it. I even told Scopely if they had come out and actually had told me that it was going to be twenty shards for a hundred or twenty dollars for one hundred sixty shards. Guess what? 
I still would have praised it because that's good value. If free to play, we're going to get 50 and $20 was going to get you 160. Guess what? I still would have said it was great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still would have praised it because it was. But here's the problem. And this is what I told Echo, and this is what I told uh, some of the, some of the uh, ops guys. It's not that $20 for $160 was bad value. Okay? It's not at all. It is a good value. I would have praised it if that's what you had told me right up front. But here's now the problem. Now the problem is we told people it was going to be 200 So now that's what they're expecting. You know, you can always offer, and this was my solution. I said, hey, listen, no problem, by the way. And, and I do want you to know, guess what? Was not the Ark Runner. This was not the Ark Runner who wrote this. This was an entirely, because usually the holiday events are written by, by somebody else. Usually, okay? This was not the Ark Runner. As a matter of fact, this was um, a person that I've had the pleasure of getting to know over the last two years. This, uh, they work in a different department. This was their first event they have ever written as they begin the transition towards ops. Let me tell you something. This individual did a bang-up job for the first time ever. By the way, I also was, was fussy about the math on day one. I was fussy about the math because I didn't get it. I thought it was weird. Why use 214? Why are you giving out 107? Blah, blah, blah. Okay? like wh- wh- That doesn't make any sense. I got it later. That individual said, DJ, it's a Valentine's event. It's February 14th, 2-14. I'm like, wow, okay. That's cute. It's cute. It's original. It's, It's unique. It's cute. It did, Joker. It sailed over my head. <laughs> it sailed over my head. Now, Hugo says no one got it. I didn't get it either until they said it to me. But Captain Planet says I got it. <laughs> Cruzito says I got it. Day year. We use day, month, year. Yeah, so, so for you guys, it should have been 412. Is that what you're saying? Or No, no, wait. Four, uh, 142? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, Silva says I got it. I didn't. All right. But now listen, now that you've heard that, is it not actually a little bit cute? All right. I mean, again, yes, it was a little confusing. The math could have been could have been cleaner. I don't disagree, but it was a cute idea. If okay? it all matched up and I ended up with zero at the end, I would have been happier with whatever. I don't disagree. I totally agree with you. Absolutely. I 100 percent agree with you. All right. But when this individual came and said, listen, yeah, I mean, and again, her first event she's ever written. All right. So I've got a couple of I had a couple of positive things to say and I offered some constructive criticism. I said, you know what, in my business, in my business, you you can't send the price back up. Like, right? I can start high. Someone's gonna fight with me. I can lower the price to till we find a, pl- a spot we can we can meet. But Karkin, if I say, Hey, I want to sell you this truck for fifty thousand dollars, and you're like, Oh my god, I was expecting seventy, I can't go back up on the price, can I? No. I mean, you I already really good to be able to do that, right? I, I got to, you know, that was kind of what I told this particular author. I said, listen, with within terms of the rewards, you can always increase the rewards as time goes on. 
but it's hard in an event subset like this when it's when it's a three-day event. What you're going to have are players doing exactly what I did. They're going to extrapolate based on day one. And so that's why we made the assumption that we did, when in fact days two and three did in fact pay less than day one. Just as a, a note of future, uh, you know, when, when we're talking about like a, a meta, for example, right, we would expect meta payouts to be what we see on day one, right? Like if we see a meta, an officer meta, right, and there's 10 events and each event is giving out four shards, then we extrapolate and expect that we should probably get 40 shards by the end of that meta. Agreed? But what if, what if the last four days of the meta, and we've seen this happen, Karkin, let's assume that, that we pretend or we agree that we can get 40 shards, the officer only needs 34. So, Karkin, we might assume that we've got six shards buffer, six shards of spare room. So one day we skip an event. I mean, how many yeah, times? Never many a good idea. People did this. We did it with Tendi. Do you guys not remember? This happened with Tendi. All right. So we get to the point where, like, we're at the end, and somehow, Karkin, we're nine shards short. Well, what the heck happened? We had 10 days with four. Oh, that's it. On days seven, eight, and nine, we only got one shard instead of four. This is what Scopely did with this particular event. And, and fortunately, it was only a three-day run, and it was very simple and still ended up being extremely rewarding. Okay? It did. And I told this author, great job. Truly, I loved the events. I thought they were ambitious. I thought they were very grindy. All right? But I give still, the clap sound. I yep, still felt the like the, the rewards were worth it. Like, yeah. for those of you who had to grind – there was a lot of grinding on day three. There was a lot of grinding on day three. I mean, that was essentially faction hunt style levels. But if you did that for all four quote-unquote factions, that was very rewarding. If you spent the $20 and you did that full level of engagement, that was 160 officer shards, of which most of those officers people don't have maxed. Those were useful officers. It was very grindy, very involved, high engagement. But I, I don't know. I really appreciated it. I didn't even get to finish one of them. I did three out of the four. All right. The officer selection was good. The dilution was good. The payout was good. All of that stuff was great. I know I was wrong on the math, but the event was written well. And, and this particular author totally took what I said and, and heard it. You know what? I never would have thought you guys would have done that kind of extrapolation. I, I just did it because I didn't want people to get an empty rewards chest, which, crazy enough, we've said before. What did I just do? Did I just kill my, my stage? Are you still there? Can you hear me? We're still here. I'm here, yeah. yep. Okay, that was weird for a second. Like, I guess my screen turned off. All right. Oh, gonna have to do a sleep timer, I guess. On it. So, so Blue yeah. Screen. This person was like, "Okay, yeah, I, I get it. I can always go up in rewards. I shouldn't go down. I the only reason I did it is because I didn't want players to open up an empty chest. Guess what? We've had that feedback in the past. She listened. 
I find that to be extremely positive. I find that to be extremely motivating that this individual has remembered feedback of the past and said players are going to freak out if they open an empty rewards chest. Great. In that particular case, you know what my solution would have been? Just flip them around. Make the day one event day three and you're good. Like, seriously, that's all that needed to have happened right there. You could have had day two as one, day three is day two, and day, day one, make it day three, and then you, you surprise people. We would have come out and said, listen, it's going to be $20 for $160, and free-to-play are going to get $50. And then on the last day, you would have gotten 10 bonus. You know? Payers would have, not free-to-play, because it only been, would have been the half. All right? But still, it would have been a bonus. That was all I really had negative to say. I do think the milestones were steep. Community, I did not fault that. The payout was steep. Shiny says, I didn't like the ATA day. Yeah, it was expensive. I, I agree. It was expensive. But it also paid stupidly well. I liked the event overall. I thought it was challenging and highly rewarding. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when we look at holiday events, we've seen some grindy stuff. We've seen some grindy stuff out there before. Now, Spock, you're right. You're right. Uh, I, I apologize. You said it was expensive early because the crits were broken. This was actually my second piece of feedback, and the author tried to follow on that sword. The, again, this being the very first time that they had ever written an event, mechanically speaking, they didn't know that crits like were a totally different event. Ripper, we've talked about this in the past, where like a success is one event, right? But a critical is not a modifier of the first event. It's its own outcome. So when you do an ATA, you actually have three possible outcomes. You have a fail, mm. you have a success, and then you have a crit success. It is a third outcome. It's not a form or a variant of a critical success. It's its own independent outcome right which doesn't actually make sense like i i did whatever <laughs> well i mean that's what it is yeah but i disagree with that implementation well that's fair i i don't necessarily disagree with that but that is what it is this yes. particular author didn't realize that either and just had fails and successes a lot of, a lot of previous ones haven't <laughs> a lot of them haven't okay which was because my point. Usually, that, because that is usually not how, how the other ones work. Agreed. Which was my point. Okay? This was my point. This individual created, designed, math, invented it in her head. But it was still given to somebody else to code, to create, to build. And this was my criticism of Scopely regarding ATA Day. All right. I am totally fine if this particular author did not realize that because she's never been in ops. But whoever did actually build and code this, shouldn't they have caught that? Shouldn't whoever was implementing this have realized, oh, she's doing an ATA event and I don't see crits in here. Like whoever built that and put it together... I told Echo, that's a fail. That is, you know, that is a fail on ops. And they're going to say, well, you know, we didn't design it, but, but you built it. And, and moreover, you don't just throw a newbie to the wolves. 
Like, okay, this is our first time writing an event. That's great. Let's put, a, let's put a set of eyeballs on it. Let's make sure there's nothing crazy that we've missed here. It's bad no, enough, like no, Ripper no. says. Here's, here's the thing, though. I, I, would, I would actually consider this to be a bug. I would have filed an internal bug for this a long time ago that a critical success does not get the default success scoring. Well, it should. doesn't make sense that it doesn't. I don't. I don't blame. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I, I don't disagree in that in in the slightest. But given, I, I guess I'm approaching this from a different perspective, Ripper. Given it is what it is, they know about it by now. ATAs have been around for a year and a half, almost two. June or July, I don't remember. June or July is going to be two years on ATAs. Okay, like (laughs) two years and we still don't know that crits have to be built separately. And I don't mean that to the to the author of this event. I mean it to whomever built it and put it in the system. Because you should have known better. And and you know what? I, I can't say that I'm wildly surprised, Ripper, because we still have arc runners who screw up critical ATAs. To this day, to this month, we have arc runners who screw up critical ATAs. Which is why the implementation of how the system works should have been changed a long time ago. (sighs) Just a fact. So that made a challenging event even a little bit more challenging because people spent their epics, people spent their crits, and it didn't score. Then they had to spawn new ones and do new ATAs and do more speed-ups. Okay? I agree that the event was challenging. I fortunately, because I was so busy that day, I didn't even start the event until after it was fixed. It was still challenging for me. I still found it rewarding, and I still found it appropriate. But for Spock Monkey who could have completed the event in the first 10 minutes and lost all of his preparation, who had to start over, who, who I mean, they knew, we knew that there was an, AT event, uh, an, an ATA event coming. We knew that. Some people had epics banked up. I mean, that's still a thing. People can still save those things. All right, some people had that stuff gone. Blasted to the wayside. Now, Joker says, well, we knew if we could believe this calendar. Listen, the best you could do is prepare for what the calendar says. If something changes or pops up, I get that. This calendar has been wildly variant. All right. But nonetheless, the calendar did tell you you had an ATA ATA event coming up. A lot of players had something in the shoot for that, and then we lost it. I get that. I get it. All right, so I totally understand that piece of it, Spock. I do. Unfortunately, I can blame Scopely for that, but I can't blame the author of this event. And there, and there, there's two distinct entities here. Even though the author obviously is Scopely, I'm telling you, uh, th- that's why. Like, I, I want to be. I actually want to be very supportive of this new author. You want to know why? Because I like the event. Like. When we are grading this against, let's say, holiday events of the past, what are some of the favorites? 
Halloween gummies were were some of the favorites, right? Uh, go back to Christmas of what was it? Christmas of twenty, pretty good, very very rewarding. It was very holiday ish. It was very gifting, very rewarding. April Fool's Tribble event says Aries, absolutely great event. Pretty much gave people ten of eleven the Tribble for free if you played in that event. All right. It was a fantastic, uh, this was a fantastic event. Highly rewarding. One worthy of a holiday event. Captain Planet says the Valentine's one last year was pretty good. I remember that. They did the couples thing again. Pretty daggone good. All right. Uh, Aardvark says, you know what? This Valentine's event actually tested different parts of gameplay. Several different mechanics. You had Swarm. You had Hostels. You had ATAs. You had Trivia. I found that to be creative. I agree. I love what this author did with it, and I am actually super, super excited for her to make her way into ops because I think this individual is capable of writing a lot of creative stuff. This, is, this was a good event with an implementation error that a seasoned ops person should have and did not catch. You know what I'm saying? I'm grumpy about that. I'm not nearly as grumpy about the loss of shards. I know Shiny was a little bit. You know, I'm not grumpy about the extra half a poll on day one's events. I was a little bit until it was explained to me. And until the author actually picked up the telephone and called and said, hey, listen, I want to explain. This is my first time ever, and, and you know, I, I just want to tell you what I was thinking because obviously I might have made a mistake, but this is, what I, this is what I was thinking. And when she explained it to me, I was like, you know what? God, this whole daggone thing is so freaking cute, it's hard to be upset with it. Just keep this in mind in the future. Keep this in mind. I would keep it in mind in the future, but you know what? You did a really good job. She did. K92 says, why aren't you saying her name? We know who you're talking about. No, you don't know who I'm talking about. All right. Who do you think it is? Because I'll tell you, you don't. All right. You don't know the author. You don't. I promise you. It's not Beck. All right. Is that what you're thinking? It's not. All right. (laughs) It's not. It was not Beck. Anyway, this person did a great job. All right. And, And I think that there was one or two little things that I would have adjusted um, but the, the larger part of that, I think falls on, you know, the season team to have caught something like criticals. Okay. I was very grumpy about that, but, um, but we'll see, we'll see if this individual has, has a, a future in ops. And, and I look forward to it because I thought the event was very cute. It was very creative. And I look forward to seeing what else can, uh, what else can come from this mind. All right. So we, we shall see. That was Valentine's Day. Did you guys feel the love or did it, did it make you grumpy? I don't know. Putts, Putts and Karkin, you're 39s. You're low spend, relative free to play. I can't imagine that there were people that were not happy with the payout. No, it's decent payout for the events, rewards for the effort. Go ahead, Putts. Yeah, payout was really great. 50 shards, 60 shards. I, to be honest with you, 
I didn't count them, so I didn't even know until just now that we were that I was down uh, ten shards. You know what? I have to take it back. Free to play weren't affected. Free to play still got sixty, didn't they? Because there was a comp. <laughs> That's right. You got a comp pull on day two. So free to play did end up with sixty. Well, dang on, I was right. I did it on purpose. I spent an hour telling you why I was wrong, but I wasn't. Actually, I was just testing you. Thank you, putts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, free-to-play did get six because there was a comp. And you know what? Pay-to-play got 170, not 160, because there was a one-chest pull. There was uh, there was a uh, – yeah, okay, okay. So pay-to-play got 170, free-to-play got 60. That's still good. still good. I, I, It's hard. I mean, we've, we've seen events before that pay – What's the Borg interim event pay? It is a free-to-play event. It's a three-day event as well. And doesn't it pay something like five or six shards? Uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> Oliver is never going to leave this room ever again. <laughs> I, I set him up his own little gaming station over there with some of my old stuff, and mm. and he has not left this room. I mean, his desk is sloppier than mine. He's got a bag of chips. Uh, a thing of orange juice, a bowl with blueberries and an apple in it. Yeah, that's my trash. Oh, that's your trash can as a bowl? <laughs> that's hilarious. He's got a bag of chips over there. All right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. As long as he's wearing pants. He is. Are you wearing pants? <laughs> okay, yeah, he is wearing pants. I'm just checking. What, what, wait, wait, oh, he's, he doesn't have a shirt that's on, though. a mistake, though. though. You shouldn't. You're not supposed to wear pants in this studio, just so you know. You don't wear pants in here. Anytime we're on the air, we don't wear pants. When we're doing videos, no pants. Those are the rules. Those are the talking trek rules, okay? Just say yes, sir. Just say yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. What? Huh? But what? Yeah. It's not cold. We're, it's warm in here. That's why I keep telling you to shut the door so we don't let all the heat out. You act like you were born in a barn. He walks out to get orange juice. He leaves the door standing wide open. It's 30 degrees outside. All right? Yeah, I know. We'll have to be careful with the camera angles. All right? <laughs> all right. Anyway, Captain Planet says, is that a rule you want to teach your kids when we're making videos and we don't wear pants? All right. I apologize. The phrasing might have been a little bit off. All right. Let's move on. We got about 15 minutes left in this one segment. I wanted to talk about... This auction. This was not in the calendar, right? Was this one in the calendar, this Ducat thing? Like, because I didn't see it. But, of course, I never made an event. I'm never, I never made an event guide video this month, so my apologies. I, I didn't do – I've been a bad content creator this month. I do apologize. I, I, I told this to Bubba earlier. I've been a very bad content creator this month. I haven't paid attention to anything. I have made, like, no content – I've not been on the air. I, I've probably done half the number of shows this month that I've actually intended to do. Um, but this thing surprised me, a Ducat auction. Now, I remember saying at the beginning of the month, I remember saying at the beginning of the month that I was puzzled that there were no material spend events in the calendar. And then Echo came out here and said, there will be a material spend event. There will be a material spend event. And I thought, okay, well, that's good. At least we know one's coming. Then Beck came out, I think, three days ago, 48 hours before the event started, and said, we are going to run a Ducat auction uh, on weekend number two. 
All right. And then if I'm not mistaken, weekend number three is going to get what? A, a cross server? Yeah, here we go. Weekend number three is going to get a cross server solo leaderboard for the entire Interceptor Strike team and, and a paired SMS. Now, I have to ask community because I feel like obviously a solo leaderboard with a solo milestone is great. Okay. That's good. I think that. Is anybody not happy with this? I've even heard that the 50-plus brackets are a little bit different. Are they going back to the way Ducat was, where like it was, uh, there, was, there were three brackets, I think, in the 50s, or just two? I don't remember. I don't know. You tell me, community. I am completely, completely out of the loop this month. You guys sound off. The Ducat SMS, the paired SMS, and the solo leaderboard, both here. You guys happy with that? I don't know. Aries says, I like the SMS. Good with that. All right. The Viper says the SMS feels pretty heroic. I, I mean, they they usually are, right? But maybe this is a little bit higher. I don't know. Is it more? Yeah, I guess it is a little so, bit higher. Hey, Bubba. What's up, buddy? Just a, just a reminder, DJ, uh, the Ducat sourcing did not have an auction or a paired SMS, so there's nothing for them to go back to. Right. Okay. So you said you said maybe did they go back to the way they did Ducat, and I'm just saying they didn't ever do Ducat like this. All of this is new. What were the Wayun milestones? He was cross server. Were the were the Wayun milestones? Was that the one that was really expensive? Mm. Yes, the Wayun milestones were expensive. Okay. So let me ask community. We complained about Ducat. We never had these these types of solo leaderboards because he remember he was the buy only option. He was the spend six hundred dollars or sit back and shut up. That was the sourcing model that month. All right. Wayun came the next out. Month, Ducat was in a cross server leaderboard during the Wayun month. Okay, fine. Still cross server, and if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it with reduced milestones? Or reduced bracketing. I don't know. Again, I, I don't remember anything. But now you got you got Ducat in a solo leaderboard, single server, and and you have ten shards in a milestone. So is this a bad thing? I mean, it can seem heroic, but I need to remind you. I, I've said this a lot of times. Players do seem to often forget about this. The paired SMS was never meant to be free-to-play or non-heroic, or heroic even, for that matter. It was always meant to offer a guarantee to somebody who had played in the event, in the auction, and got sniped out or bumped out to receive nothing. Like, basically, we did all of this investment and got nothing. This was never meant to be a guarantee free-to-play acquisition. It was always meant to be, hey, if you're going to compete, we're going to make sure you get a little something. All right? And when I say you're going to compete, in many cases, in many brackets, on many servers, if you intend to compete, you will score, at the minimum, the level of your milestone. That is a majority rules. I know that there are some servers out there that could win Ducat for 100,000 points. That's not normal, but we've had this conversation, Bubba. 
Like, this is not a new conversation. Standardization of prices and, and broader pieces of, of market and, and, you know, prices now that inner server play is a thing. Like, and, and obviously, we've had all this conversation. We've had the pros. We've had the cons. We've had the things that Scopely does wrong and the things that they do right. We've talked about all this stuff. But people still seem to forget that these 10 shards are not supposed to be a gimme. You know? They're meant to supplement you if, indeed, you actually were competing in that auction. Right? DJ, DJ I'd like to point out something in the messaging from uh, Beck and Echo. Okay. On Valentine's Day, Echo uh, said that these two events were coming out this weekend and, and next weekend. He labeled next weekend's as Interceptor Strike Team. But then Beck came out on the 19th or the 17th, a couple days later. Uh, the first event, she said, was exactly the way Echo said. But the second one, she said it was a cross-server battleship strike team. Oh, yeah, I see that. Battleship, or is it going to be intercept Interceptor? That's a good... That, no, I've been getting that I, I can tell you right now, it's going to be Battleship. All right, uh, because Beck had even messaged this in the dev chat and said that they were changing it, they were updating it, and it was incorrect uh, text from Echo. I remember that now, and I, I apologize. I shouldn't have said that. But, uh, yeah, no, it says here, updates to the event schedule. It will, in fact, be Battleship Strike Team. So it's going to be on in the cross-server this coming weekend or a week from now, okay? So, yeah, it's on. Beck fixed it up, and Echo was uh, – he communicated it wrong, whether it was on him or – Somebody else told him, or if they did, in fact, actually change it. But uh, Beck made sure that we were aware that it was changed. Uh, and I, is it is it Laon only? Because I thought that when they messaged me, it was still uh, Battleship Strike Team. But I do see here now it says Battleship Strike Team, and this says Recruit Strike Team Laon. But cross servers, Bubba Joe, typically tend to have at least one rare paired with them. I guess we'll have to see, or I can see if I can get some clarification. Uh, this coming week. But usually cross-servers are more than one officer. Usually. All right, so I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can find that out. <sighs> okay, so I, like, I, I guess this is an interesting position, right? We usually complain about auctions or too many of them. Then they cut them back and we, we complained. Like, I, I totally understand Scopely's confusion with this. That being said, we got one out here. Uh, is this something that that people are are happy to see? I don't know I, that I have enough time to actually like do anything in this. I'm, I'm I am going to complete the SMS. I haven't yet, but I'm going to. But I'm currently ranked 68th. I'm probably not looking to to do real well. Number one in my bracket is at 50 million points. So I'm probably not gonna. I'm probably not going to be able to do that. Um, that being said, are you guys somewhat? happy that this is here and the fact that it's a solo leaderboard that does in fact Bubba Joe double the quote unquote double the payouts from a cross server solo leaderboard so why are people surprised that the scores are as high as they are look here I see this one my score is 10 times higher than it usually is that's because it's Ducat I don't know is is that because it's Ducat are we continuing to put big value into this guy I, I don't know. Anybody anybody going to offer anything here? Maybe not. Okay. We'll see how it plays out. Lots of pylums. That's why. Maybe. 
I mean, I yeah, that would be nice, I guess. I don't know. Shield says the brackets are weird. Ah, see, I disagree. I think the brackets are the way they should be. I think the brackets are the way that they should have always been, but only one person had the guts to try to change it. <laughs> All right. Um, Shinzola says, I find value in Dakot. Thematically, it's dumb, though. Listen, take the Maddox and, and toss them out for a second. They, you know, we just wanted an auction. They weren't prepared to auction any of the new content. So you got this. At least it was somebody valuable and not like Barkley, right? <laughs> Maybe. What, how, how would you guys have done if it was a Barkley auction? <coughs> Gary Mitchell, huh? Yeah, you would have ignored it. And Krizito says, where's the Mbenga auction? I, I agree. So at least it was something of value. I mean, I, I can't complain about that. Uh, here's what we'll do. I, I don't know what's going on with the stage. Bubba's in and out, like not here. I've tried to talk to him, but he's muted, I guess. Um, is everything still working okay? Like, are you guys, you guys good? Yeah, no, I hear you. You're good. All right. I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. Well, Bubba, like, what are you doing? Are you watching Jeopardy at this moment? You seem very distracted. I am in my car. I am in my car waiting to pick my parents up and take them home. Oh, that's nice. Or are you meeting them at the airport or something? No, I'm I'm in front of their church building. Oh, okay. Did you make a really nice dinner tonight? Like a nice pot roast, uh, mashed potatoes, green beans, glazed carrots? No, I have some Probably. leftovers waiting for me at home. Banana pudding. Leftovers? <laughs> Sunday dinner is leftovers? You heathen? You need to go inside that church building with your parents and say 10 Hail Marys. Shame on yeah. you. That's Sunday dinner. Sunday dinner's leftovers. You should be ashamed of yourself. What What are leftovers they? Leftovers are from Mondays, jeez. Yeah, what, what are they? Are they good leftovers? Like, I mean, I... Yes, of course they're good leftovers. I don't eat, I don't eat <laughs> bad food. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. Um... Let's see. I guess we could take a break. I did want to come back uh, and talk a little bit about the event store loot uh, and just kind of see where you guys are. I I have now, and and I don't know, I don't know where you guys are. I've missed events, and I have over a hundred and fifty pulls now. As a matter of fact, I'm sitting on a hundred and sixty pulls, and I have skipped events. All right, I I Bubba, I don't remember if I told you how many I missed. Those of you who watched on Twitch. I told you how many events that I missed. What was it? Putz, uh, Karkin, you were both there. What was it? Like 800 tokens or 1,200? Who was on Twitch with me the other night when I told you I was, was out? How yeah. much? Yeah, something like that. Eight, about, eight, 800, 1,200 some? I missed 800 to 1,200 yeah. some worth of tokens. All right? And, and yeah. I have 16,000 at this moment. There's only five bundles. How are you guys doing? Because I will tell you, this is better than, like, already. And we still have eight days. We still have eight days left in this arc. And it's already, already a higher payout than the last run of Davos. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. Plus, for those of you who like to spend cashola, uh, the Web Store event is back and just in time for the introduction of a couple of new packs, Sans 1. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a sec. Hang on. <laughs> 
Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. PvpTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PvpTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with Specs to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit pvptarget.com today. That's pvptarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Lusty Debbie Snack Cakes, made with all natural ingredients, real cream, and a touch of Spanish Tonight, on an all-new Unsolved Mysteries, we explore the question on everyone's mind. What the heck are those things flying all over the sky lately? It's got to be the Chinese, right? Or the left distracting us from something else. Or the right trying to stir some stuff up. It's definitely, maybe, probably one of those things. Or it's aliens. Join us as we go in-depth on what these foreign objects look like. They say they're cylindrical? Octagonal? Those crazy words remind me of my old physics teacher who flunked me. Mr. Rufus, that guy was the worst, man. Wait, what was the question again? Is the truth out there? I've been searching my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, and TikTok accounts all day and still don't have a solid lead. Unsolved mysteries. Those objects flying all over the sky lately. Tonight at 9. Maybe the aliens are communicating through MySpace. On Andy. I hope the aliens flunk you, Mr. Rufus. a new TV, she keeps asking please, she wants the best dang V-Day gift, but I'm a sleaze, I don't want to spend cash, losing money fast, bleeding me dry now, I'm sorry I asked, taking me for a ride, so much cash spent I cried, she says I love you, now there's nowhere to hide, this day kills me yearly, mean that sincerely, Valentine's Day, See, that was quiet, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand it. All right, I think I found a button. To make it louder. Is that better? 
Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Wait, what is this? I thought this was, um, did I just play the Miley Cyrus song again? I thought I played that one already, Bubba Joe. I meant to play, um, I meant to play Lizzo. That's not even what I wanted to play. Why? Gosh, Miley's taking over my computer. Good evening, everybody. Wham says it's nervous. Wait, you you meant to play Lizzo? I meant to play Lizzo. Why? <laughs> because I like Lizzo. Uh, Actually, I mean, I, I don't really know that I like Lizzo a great deal. I just, I heard it on the radio. I'm like, ooh, that's catchy. Here, let me tell you, let me play the song that I was going to play. Uh, uh, it's called Special, Bayonetta says. Ew, gross. Yeah, I know, I like though. Lizzo. You know what? Maybe it was for Bubba. Bubba Joe loves Miley Cyrus. He does, don't there you? you? It's doing, okay, I knew I didn't go crazy. So it's my Apple playlist that's messing up because I just clearly clicked on Lizzo. <laughs> and it's playing Miley again. <laughs> Let me try one more time. Maybe uh, Apple Music is oh, racist. Yeah, Apple Music is doing it again. I just clicked on Lizzo and it's playing Miley again. Now I'm eating a chip, so. Look, are you serious right now? Oh my God. We were good. <laughs> <laughs> Miley Cyrus has taken over Apple Music, everybody. All right, there's that. Uh, welcome in, everybody. I appreciate you guys being here. My name is Ultima DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I have um, I have very little to talk about, Bubba Joe, because I've been gone. I've been very gone. But one thing that I did notice, one thing that I did uh, see the other day that actually popped, yes, I, no, I am not doing a show. I am not mid-sentence. I am not actually recording anything right now. Please go ahead and speak. What do you need, sir? Thanks. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad that you told me that we are out of Coke and all that's left is Sprite. Oh, and Dr. Pepper. Okay. Well, then it sounds like you're set for this evening, and, and we'll just have to get Coke another time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I can I go back to work? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Okay, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. No problem, Dad. All yeah. right. Um, Have fun. <laughs> okay. So the web store. Let's talk about this web store. We talked about it briefly on the other side of the break. Uh, I know, Captain Planet. We're all out of coke. What's wrong? All right. So the web store. You got two hundred and fifty bundles in here. Baba Joe, are you concerned? You're not because you haven't played. Is anybody out there concerned that they're actually going to earn more than 250 pulls? It's <laughs> oh, a good sound. That sounds like a Coke. <laughs> yeah. It sure does sound like that. Yeah. Uh, are you <laughs> so the chat is saying yes. I'm a little bit concerned that I am not going to be able to do it. Look, Light Bull even made a chart. You're concerned about the illusion of choice? <laughs> well, in fairness, the Dabo tokens have always been choice. All right. Now. Yeah, but if you remember the last time we had the Dabo event, that it was it ended up not really being much of a choice because you earned so many tokens that you just were able to redeem everything anyway. Well, that was a that did happen, but it only happened for like the highest echelon of player. I remember specifically it happened to you. All right, I do remember it happened to you. Yes, um, but that was a lot of leaderboards involved there, and that was not a situation that was common to free-to-play or low-spend. Now, Forgotten Shield says, I feel like that could happen again. 
except it looks like it, it would be on a wider scale this time. We do have limit 50s, but if you look – now, just, obviously, I don't know that we could count on this, Lightbull, but Lightbull's done a chart just based on daily acquisition through day 13 – he projects that players are going to win 33000 which is they can only spend uh, $25,000, which is going to leave people with um, 87 pulls, if you will, the equivalent of 87 pulls that they can't pull. Now, Bubba Joe, if that was indeed the case, it, there would be a super strong case for raising the limit, say, to seventy-five. You know, um, The question is, do we actually think we're going to get there? Again, you guys know better than me. Bubba, are you already there? How many of you guys out there have 25,000 loot already? Anybody? Oh, my God. Oliver, take these. I can't eat chips on the air. These are so delicious. So. <laughs> these are so good. You can't have just one. Oh, my God. These are delicious. Man, those are good. Take them away. All right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Rude Dude has 21,000. Lexel has 20,000 already. I mean, I told you I'm at 16, and I've skipped events. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't be eating them, Vinius. Looser says, I only have 10 pulls left on away teams, and then I have the territory one, which is worthless. So he's only got enough for 6,000 more. I feel like you're going to get 6,000. Aries says, I've got over 20. K92 Says, I'm already, there it is. There's the number. I'm already at 27,000, Bubba. All right. Already at 27,000, which literally means he's done earning for the rest of the month. Unless we go back and we'll be like, hey, listen, Scopely. First of all, nice job with the rewards. Because, listen, in fairness, community, if we go back to the Dabo wheels of last time, only the highest level player like Bubba basically got everything. Now, Bubba would have found that to be less than ideal because he wouldn't have wanted to buy the territory bundle, right? He'd have been like, ah, yeah, don't like it. I'm done. Poopy, poopy. It's, dude, I mean, are you serious right now? <laughs> God, he's out there <laughs> blasting a YouTube video. Then he gets on a, on a call and puts it on speakerphone. Dude, this is, this is my studio. This is not your studio. You're renting space from me. But it was an important call. What? No, half of it is not yours and half of it is not mine. This is all mine. <laughs> he split it in half already. <laughs> You're subletting. <laughs> that is not. Okay, fine. Then you keep your voice on your half. Okay? Use your headphones. You're literally on speakerphone. Plug your headphones into the iPad. That way you can have a quiet conversation. How about that? They'd work fine. Plug them in. They'd work fine. God, he's saying they don't work. It's not as though I tried to blow them up or anything. They work yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Just plug them in. They're perfectly fine. It's not, like, it's not like they were on fire. They were definitely not fused down by a phantom power supply that they weren't supposed to have. It's fine. Exactly. That, did, that never happened. Press the mute button and take the microphone out. It's not going to work <laughs> when it's all... I'm trying to do a freaking show here. Pull your headphone out. Press the mute button. There you go. Yeah, it works. I literally tested them over there on your laptop. They're fine. See if they work. 
You have to talk into them for them to hear you. Best show ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lloydson says, can we just start over? Yeah, let's, let's just start over. Okay. Um, so what was I saying? Oh, two, okay. Yeah, so if we get 25,000. Stupid news. Let me, let me just ask community real quick. All right. It does look as though we're pacing to hit 25,000, maybe more. All right. Do we really want to complain about that? I can't complain about that. We have to ask for something different. We, we, we can't complain about this. But, but, I mean, how is, that a, how is this a problem? Other than, I, I do see what you're saying, the, the illusion of choice, but, but clearly they just used the, the, the same mechanics on the bundles they had last time, but this arc runner paid more. So let me ask you a question, DJ. What can you spend the leftover tokens on? Bubba, I, I, nothing. Okay, I get that. But obviously, they can't leave it that way. If we're going to get to 25000 then either A, they're going to have to add a new bundle, or B, they're going to have to raise the limits on the bundles we have. Now, I don't think any reasonable mind, I, I really honestly do not anticipate, and I've worked for Scopely a long time. I know when they're being dumbasses, and I know when they're just, you know, something slid under the radar, okay? Like, this is not an intentional move. It's not, okay? This is a mechanic from a year ago that players enjoyed. They thought they'd bring back. This guy scaled it up for the, for what, the number of events that he wanted to run. And we're going to end up with more than 25000 That's good. Because the only logical outcome is going to be that they either raise the limits or add additional bundles. I can tell you what, what they're going to do. They're not going to want to write a new bundle. They're going to just raise the limit. Now, if that was the case, if they do that, and I agree, Bubba, that's an if because they can do whatever they want. What they're not going to do Okay, what they literally cannot do is tell you, oh, too bad, so sad. Okay, like that can't happen. These are the event rewards. It's not even like like it was part of a meta where you could only do so many. It wasn't a choice thing where you can only do so many. This is the event payout. There's no resources. There's no materials. There's no nothing else. This is it. They can't take a third of the month and be like, oh, <laughs> see you later. You're done for the month. Okay? They're not going to do that. At least I won't be quiet if they do. All right? Should we so, get to put you in a dung tank if they do? Sure. Sure. I'll do that. Okay. All right. Just want to make Live sure. from Los Angeles, Twitching Trek goes live with DJs and a dunk tank. By the way, I just want to let you know that Bubba Joe has indicated his willingness to attend our foray in Los Angeles. That brings almost the entire team together, Bubba Joe, and it's going to be so much fun. Just throwing that out there. Bubba Joe, are you are, – are, okay, if they raise the limits, are you going to sit in the dunk tank instead of me? I'll let you wear a cat mask. No, because that – that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, but you don't think they will, so let's make a bet. <laughs> I'll let you wear a mask. It's fine. Bubba Joe doesn't want to share his face. I get it. I've been with you for like three years. I just, you know, I'm kind of at a point. 
But, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'll let you wear a cat mask. You can be a cat. Don't you want to be a cat? The cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. Anyway, Bubba, let me ask you. Want to be a koala? What would you rather have? Do you want them to raise the limits? Do you want them to pay less currency? I can't imagine that's it. I mean, what's the ideal outcome for you here? I'll ask you, then I'm going to come down and ask Karkin and Putz. Opposite ends of the scale. So I think the ideal situation is for them to raise the limits. Agreed. You just have a lot more faith in Stokely for them to do that. I think they're going to do nothing. No. They can't. Can they? Can they actually do nothing? They absolutely can do nothing. <clears throat> Scopely, listen, do you hear the jaded attitude of your player base? Look at the chat right now. Yes, they can do nothing. Yes, that's what they're going to do. Blue Mandalorian says they do nothing quite well. <laughs> you know, Scopely, you should not feel proud of this. I'm just saying. Like, you should look at this chat and you should be slightly embarrassed that the player base assumes you're so incompetent. I mean, th- that wouldn't make me feel good. I'm just saying. That wouldn't make me feel good. I don't know. Call me crazy. Anyway, what about you, chat? What about you, Karkin, Putz? Do you want them to raise the limits or do you want a new bundle? I, th- I think a new bundle's probably not likely. Or, or, <laughs> can't believe I'm asking this question. Should they have paid less? <laughs> no, no to that one. I mean, why, no, no to paying less. Why I we, would like to raise, raise the limit. Go ahead. I don't think they're going to do anything. I really don't think they're going to do anything. I'm with Bubba. Um, I, I I think that on my projections, I probably will get to twenty five thousand and be or twenty five hundred and be able to pull uh, everything. I may not get above that, but I and that's not with the very many leaderboards. I haven't been participating in lot, lots of the leaderboards uh, this month. But, uh, no, I'd be willing to take that bet. Are they actually selling the Dabo tokens? Can anybody tell me that? Are they selling Dabo tokens? Bubba Joe? I'd have to go through. I'd have to search through the store and look. I, I haven't seen. I do not recall seeing them selling Dabo tokens, but I have not paid as much attention this month as I have in previous months because I'm upset. Yeah, well, I, I haven't paid attention for other reasons, but yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe that's why I'm not as upset because I haven't been playing. <laughs> that's possible too. I mean, it's it's possible. Um, but no, I I just think this. I mean, I, I guess. I feel like this is a silly conversation, right? Like, I I acknowledge that there's a lot more loot out there, and I feel like that is not a bad thing. It just comes with a caveat of a clerical adjustment in which we're going to have to increase the the limits a little bit. I mean, and and probably not significantly. I'd say increase all the limits by 25, right? So, DJ, let me ask you a question. Has Scopely ever given us a denomination of loot that we couldn't possibly have spent? Yes, but not by this many multiples, Bubba. No. I'm just saying. I mean, it's always been a partial. Let me put it that way. No, they've never given you an excess, a multiple unit of excess that I'm aware of, that I can remember. I'm I'm not saying that it hasn't happened, but I don't remember anything. I agree with you. The only thing I can recall is partial, partial spends. 
I agree with you, but they have a pretty solid precedence of not being able to do math in multiple aspects of this game. It would not surprise me if they could not do math on how much they were giving out and set the limits accordingly. And then set the set the bundles to their upper limit of what they're allowed to give out in a month, and now their budget is spent, and they can't give out more bundles. Man, that would I, – I do hear what you're saying, and that would be consistent with some of the stuff they said in the past about a budget. But, man, if that's the case, you can't give out the currency. Like, that would be a scopely fail. They'd have to make good on it. You can't give out the currency. If you're not going if to – if there's not going to be a redeem. All right. Now, Raxnar, listen, no. You have 36,000 Picard tickets. There's nothing you missed because that doesn't make sense. That feels more like you missed the redeem window. Does anybody else have 30,000 Picard tickets? Because I'm going to go with no. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't imagine. But I don't know. I don't know. Wait, you weren't supposed to spend the Picard tickets? Wait, are you saying that those were not redeemed? <laughs> what were the Picard tickets for? Maybe I do have a bunch of that. See, Raxnar, you're throwing me down the rabbit hole. That wasn't even something you could spend, you goofball. <laughs> well, obviously, we didn't spend those. All right, how do we have? Other reason. How do we have so AJ. many? Yes. The other, the other reason I don't think that they're going to expand the bundles is you'll have players that have already gotten their 25000 or have already started to redeem things they don't really want. And if they increase the bundles now, those players are going to be very upset that they don't have as many tickets to invest in the higher tiers. Bubba, I'm not talking about no limit. I'm probably talking 20 or 25 increased, and we're only on day 12 here, man. You know what I'm I saying? Understand, they're, I, they're still going to have plenty of opportunity to invest in what they don't. And more, it's more to the point in that particular case, and I sure hope you're not referring to yourself, because I, I cannot support that in any way, shape, or form, because literally with any event store ever, I say, don't do that. Like, I, I, why would somebody, why would somebody who doesn't want the territory capture bundle, why are you going to buy it here on day 12? What, what, what logic, what voice in your head says that that's a good idea? Hmm? Because it's the only thing left. And because so they're trying what? to get those last couple of officer shards. So, so what? My it's the only thing left. If, is, if you're pulling it for the my, officer shards, then point, I don't feel sorry for you anyway. My point is the closer we get to day 20, the probability of them making any change goes down. And I would say if the change doesn't happen on Monday or at the absolute latest on Tuesday, it's not coming. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I agree with that. I mean, you, you might be right. I do agree that the longer it goes, the less likely they are to change something. But also, the more evidence that they're going to see that they gave away that much stuff. Okay, but yes, rude dude, you got it. You don't spend till the end. I haven't spent a dime. I have all of it. I have every single one of them because I'm waiting to see what I'm going to end up with. I'm going to wait to see what my options are. Literally with every store ever for all time in this game, things get changed. 
Things get added. If you have not learned from four years of precedent by now, I do not know what can help you. I do not know what could help you. If you're buying territory bundles now because it's the only thing left, then that is your impatience getting the best of you. I'm sorry. And further, if you were pulling it, like somebody said, if you were pulling it for the officer shards, well, then you're getting your reward anyway. All right? So there's not really any complaint to be had. If you're doing it for the officer shards, then it doesn't matter. It's like what somebody said to me the other day about the treasury. This treasury is garbage. No, it's not. You might not like the officers as much, but me personally, I don't buy the treasury for the officers. I buy it for the materials. All right? So for me, the treasury was fine. The added value of the officers is what it is. I don't care. I buy it for the value that belongs to me. If you're pulling the territory bundle because of the value of the officers to you, then that's your decision. But being angry that they add more options later is honestly ridiculous. And if you're spending it because you don't have anything to spend it on, and and the, the quote that came out of the chat is, because I don't want to forget about it, I mean, come on. I'm sorry. That's that's silly. That's silly. Now, Raxnar, if it accelerates ISO emulsion acquisition that some people need, then so be it. That means they're pulling that because it has value to them. All right? I'm talking about what Bubba just said. I'm going to pull the territory bundle because there's nothing left for me to spend it on. That's silly. Bubba, you, did you actually do that? You didn't do that. You're just representing a point, right? I'm representing a point. Okay. I have been very disengaged in this month and do not have the maximum limit. All right. But the point goes without saying. This is like, this is like making noise when there's no need to make noise. All right. We can have this logical argument, but even the person making the argument knows not to do something like this. So why would we have that argument? It reminds me of my so dear friend Bayonetta. It reminds me of my dear friend Bayonetta. Who, who we were joking with him and we were teasing with him yesterday because he was very, very loud. Very, very outspoken about the fact that there's the lack of an interceptor pack currently in the store. Bubba, you remember that interceptor pack that came out last month? You said it was really, really good. You wish that there were the other ships there. Well, this month they came. It's kind of weird. Uh, you got the Explorer special, the Battleship special, and the Surveyor special. All right. And that's right, it was the winter special that was basically written for Interceptors. I remember being very excited about it. I bought it, Bubba, because I'm an Interceptor owner. So I bought that, but everybody else was like, oh, man, you know, what about the other ship types? And they didn't come. This month they did, all three other ship types, but no Interceptor. All right? Now, I will point out that uh, I, I have been told that these are the exact matches for the other ship types. Bubba, please tell me that that's correct. Anybody else can tell me that these are correct? Are these exact matches? Yes, we've moved on from the from the event store. I'll I'll look at that here in a minute. I'll try to I'll try to see what I can do for those of you. All right. These are the exact matches. Now, Bayonetta, that's exactly right. He says, "I told you already. I didn't care about the pack. I was angry because I gave my opinion about why the interceptor pack wasn't here." And you know what? You're right. It's the same argument that I'm going to kind of bring up right here that we're talking about with, with expanding the limits on the event store. Like, if it's not our position, then why do we need to make noise about it? All right? That's what I was saying. It, it was kind of – it reminded me jokingly of you because you were very loud yesterday uh, arguing with a player 
about the logic of there not being an interceptor pack as compared to these other three packs. All right, somebody was arguing with you, and they said something silly, and you and you lost your cool on them, and probably rightfully so. But it, it comes down to the same point, which neither of you cared about the interceptor pack. You were just l- arguing to argue, right? Like, if somebody, myself, would want to buy an interceptor pack, then, yeah, of course, I'd be disappointed that it's not here. On the other hand, those players who wanted a battleship pack last month, you didn't even have an option. That's why it's here now. And just for the record, that's why the Interceptor one is not. Okay? 100%. Hook, line, and sinker, there's your explanation on these packs, Bubba Joe. No Interceptor pack because people got it last month. Uh, the, it was available last month. And here are the other three because Scopely agreed that every ship type owner should have had the opportunity. Boom. Simple. There you go. Already asked that question. Got that answer. Makes sense to me. I accept it. We move on. Oh, wait. What? He Bayonetta says it wasn't an argument. He told me that because I didn't know. Wait, what? Why, why it wasn't here? Well, now I'm telling you for a fact why Interceptor's not here. It's because it was there last month. <laughs> Interceptor okay. owners got a double dip, too, because the, one of the, the latest lockboxes was an Interceptor. Uh, last month. Last month was all yeah. about the Interceptor. Yeah, for sure. Last yeah. month was very, very Interceptor-friendly. So Interceptor <laughs> owners should not be upset at all. Well, I don't think – I'm not sure that – well, listen, I'll be honest with you. I'm not upset about it because I, was, I didn't want to buy it. And if it was there, I would have felt like I had to. <laughs> So I'm glad when they said that Interceptor would not be coming and that this was the balance for the others, I was like, oh, thank God. All right. Oh, thank God. All right. Because I, I didn't I didn't want to buy it this month. That being said, that's why it's there. There's nothing else to really discuss there. That's just information for you. Okay. Um, oh, Bayonetta says that's what you were saying. And he told me because Scopely didn't confirm it. Well, now you can tell him that it was and that you were right and tell him that he owes you a Coke, a cherry Coke. With a red and mm-hmm. with a red and white striped barbershop straw in it. Okay. That's what you want. And maybe some whipped cream. And a scoop of vanilla ice cream. All right, there you go. Wham said uh, Echo says that this would be a seasonal rotation. Uh, okay. Yes, I don't think that they're never gonna run these packs again, to be perfectly honest with you. But I think that it won't be nearly as often as people might hope. Just throwing that out there. I mean, these things are really, really good packs. <laughs> you know, they probably do make a little bit of money in a pinch, but they probably want you spending on a bunch of other stuff too. More or less likely to return than the reputation packs, you think? Probably equal, to be honest with you. Listen, Bubba, you said it best here probably two, three, four months ago. I don't know. You said Scopely will make their numbers one way or another, right? You know what you said? They they will Those find words a way. Sound like mine. They will find a way. Like they they will they will sell whatever they can to make sure that the number gets hit. All right, and and when you? we when we have seen these types of things, it has typically come when the community feels probably a little less than satisfied with the general happiness and the general state of things. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I read between the lines. EJ. 
do you think the changes to the Borg Queen and the other Borg officer were made because sales were good? No. That's my point, okay. Baba. I mean, you're literally agreeing with me, okay? It's not been Scopely's finest month, right? <laughs> adding additional inf- additional points. I don't know, Aries. I don't think that's bait and switch. I just think I think that makes them ginormous whores. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just what it is, all right? I, technically, it's not bait and switch. They're selling you what they're mm. selling you. I think it just means that they're going to sell – they would sell their own grandmother – to make their budget, okay? I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. All right, uh, hold on. Where's my where's my where's Ripper's beat button? I need that. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, I just think that they would sell anything. Listen, they proved that when they would come out and sell Reputation, they will sell anything. And let's not pretend it's been Scopely's finest hour. All right, this month had a lot of potential. It's sad how often we say that, Bubba Joe. They had potential. Has not been fully realized, has it? I'm, I'm not entirely certain this month had a lot of potential. Oh, sure it could have. I mean, the, the expansion cube. All right, let's talk about the expansion cube for a minute. We've got 10 minutes left on this segment. Let's just talk about some of the misses this month, Bubba Joe. The expansion cube, it's actually an interesting target. Okay, I'm fine with the target. My alliance has actually run a couple of these. Guess what? We're not running them with tallies, which actually hurts my heart. Why run them at all? Yeah. I've told my team, why are we running these at all? Well, they're doing it for the event. They're doing it for scoring in the event. That's it. Like, to me, that is so sad because the cube, yes, should be scoring in an event, but we should be reaping the rewards. Yeah. We're you not. know what that makes the cube, DJ? You have to benefit. Worthless, Bubba Joe. It makes it the new worm armadas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are doomsday, for sure. Absolutely no benefit, unless we're going to use the tallies. And even then, very, very little benefit. All right? Scopely has an interesting target here, Bubba Joe. It's powerful. It kills me more often than it doesn't. All right? It's, it's a cool target to crew for. Guess what? Um, five, six con. We've done some of this testing. We even did some of the testing on screen. Five, six con. Do we think that that is our normal standard armada go-to, Bubba Joe? Is that the right crew to use on this target? Anybody? Five, six con. Is that the correct target to use or the right crew to use on this target? Aries says yes. Looser says no. The answer is no. It is not, Bubba Joe. There is a new... Standard and and I know it sounds silly. Why are we not using five six con Borg officers against a Borg target? Well, those those officers are almost three years old. This is a new crew. I actually I'm finding that Cisco Miles and Six are a very very viable crew. Cisco Miles and Six, how strange. And my team has one person running. Lorca for hull breach, just for a little extra good. Just for a little extra something. Cisco, Miles, and Six. Interesting. You mean you're not running the new Borg officers against the cubes? Well, first of all, I don't have them. I don't have them, first of all. I don't have the first one. Of course, that's because I haven't pulled any of my chests. I might end up with a rare or two after doing all that, but I don't have any. I have zero of the three. 
And even if I did, Bubba Joe, looking at their officer abilities, does it make sense that we would use them with the expansion cube? Doesn't seem like it to me. I don't know. Has anybody actually done any testing on that? Because maybe they're good. Maybe they're in disguise. Maybe these guys are the new board crew. Rico says they don't even proc. <laughs> I don't have them, so I can't test it yet. Does anybody have them? Is anybody testing with them? There aren't very few people. Oh, do they say Borg Solo Armada? See, I didn't even know that. I don't pay attention. So they don't even work against the expansion cube. That might be a better question. Blue Mandalorian says, who cares? That's hilarious. What? If they only work against the solos, if that's the way that they were worded and written. Well, let's look. That is hilarious. <sighs> Mimi says the new Borg officers are PvP. Actually, they're two in one. They're PvP below deck, Mimi, but their officer abilities are different. When fighting a Borg solo armada, Bubba Joe, increase officer stats for 10% for the duration of battle. When fighting against a Borg solo armada, Bubba Joe, at the start of each round, reduce targets critical damage by 5% for one round. Um, let's see. Uh, gotta get to the next one. Here we go. Wait, how am I missing one? Oh, here we go. Board queen. Okay. Board queen officer ability, Bubba Joe. <sighs> Game's not loading. No, these say against, yeah, all three of them, Bubba Joe. When fighting against a Borg solo armada, when receiving hull damage from an enemy shot, increased critical hit chance by 2% cumulative. That one's actually not a bad Because one. you know... What we really needed for the Borg Solo Armadas was another crew, not a ship, to get there. Well, you got both. <laughs> you got both. I mean, sure. I could also take my Cerritos. Which is what a lot of people in my team were doing, weren't they, Karkin? Taking their normal ships, using Cerritos, maybe using Defiant. Whatever you wanted to, whatever you wanted to throw at it, but we were successful more often than not. Uh, I died almost every single time, and I was using a thirty million pylum. Um, so they are an interesting target, Bubba Joe. They are different. They require different crews. They require a little bit different combination. They require a little bit of creativity amongst your team. They require the use of some of the tools. Hey, real quick, just uh, sidebar question: Are exos any good against these targets? No, they're not. All right, so so they are an interesting target, Bubba Joe. I'll give them that. I like the target in and of itself, like as a standalone piece. I like the target. The rewards are ridiculous, which may be why my team doesn't care to do them with tallies because you're not missing anything. To do these things with regular ships, you're literally not missing anything. What are you missing? A handful of charged nanoprobes, which you can probably get. It, it, it might be, it might be, say, two to three days worth of charged nanoprobes. Is that inappropriate to, to assume, anybody? I've seen somebody get uh, approximately 140,000 charged nanoprobes. Okay, that's three and a half days. Right? Three and a half days. Big whoop-de-doo. We've got some Three board. and a half days? If you do double pulls without the prime. 140,000. Oh, you can okay. get 46,000 a day out of the new out of the new refinery. Cuz I was thinking I was pulling 100,000 a day and I'm like 
Well, one hundred forty thousand doesn't seem like much. You probably have the prime, and you're obviously higher than tier one by now. I'm using a tier one non-prime. Tier one non-prime is three and a half days, and and it only gets better from there. Look at Rackstar pulling. What is that? Eighty-five thousand charged. You probably have the prime. I'm going to assume, right? Because what's your what's your tier? Uh, yeah, you got the prime, and you've already got your tally to tier eight. Well. Wow. Well, somebody's enjoyed this mechanic then. <laughs> it, it says Prime right in the picture. I see did. it now, Bubba, but I couldn't read it until I blew up the picture. All right. But now, listen, let's not pretend Tier 8. I mean, you've been engaged, Raxnar. What, Wiles? It, I'm just saying. He's been plugged in. All right. So, you know, I, just, I find the expansion cube interesting as a target. I find its gameplay mechanic worthless. But so does my team. Otherwise, they wouldn't be wasting their directives with pylums. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just silly. It's silly. That's a problem. All right. What else, Bubba Joe? What else do we have a problem with this month? Because you said you were very angry about the month. Let me, let me give you one, and then I'll come down to, to Putts and Karkin. See if they've got one. The event one. that sent me over the edge was the Cerritos Hit Borg event. Really? Yes. It only scored for hitting 33s and below. Yeah, see, that just sounds to me like two totally separate independent teams and independent loops that didn't connect their wires and and one of them didn't get updated. I mean, I, listen, I'm not saying that it, that it was appropriate. Obviously, it was an error. I'm just not surprised, I guess, by that one, right? Like, that one has been an event that's been out for a year, and and it didn't get up to – how many months did it take to get Swarm Sunday updated? I mean, like, it was like two, three months, wasn't it? It's a long time. Just throwing that out there. I, I, I understand that you guys say that that's laughable, but, I mean, I'm kind of laughing at the fact you're surprised about it. They, are, they, they don't talk to each other. Like, we're surprised by that? I'm not excusing it. It's obviously ridiculous, okay? I'm not saying that it's acceptable. I'm just saying, like, that's what you're you're upset? That's the low point of the month for you, Bubba? No, that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Okay. Okay. Well, I can see that. I mean, I, I understand that. That would definitely be frustrating. I know a lot of people didn't do it. I mean, so, you know, <clears throat> I've, I've already explained to you I don't like the update to the I don't like the chip, although that's a different discussion that we can have that's that I've been I've been given information as to why the ship could be useful, but as a board hitting ship, I don't like it. I don't like the refiner the the updates to the refinery. I don't like the cube redemption. I haven't even tried a cube because why? I'm yeah. getting nothing from it just Absolutely. a repair bill. I agree. Um so nothing about this month appeals to me. And every time that they changed something and had an opportunity to actually make it better, they decided no. And so I was actively frustrated this month. And then that event, because I am literally one week away from being able to do the last prime I want to do for the Cerritos, and they threw that event to me. And I <laughs> So, yeah, it was more just, just a, a victim of circumstance. Like, now you got to wait an extra week. I got it. Can I can I circle back to something you said because I, I am surprised by this. Um, you said you were not happy with the refinery payouts for the new tally. No, 
there's still faction credits. Oh. Oh. You mean like there's nothing of value in the refinery at all? Because you buy your faction Correct. credits and you buy independent credits and there's nothing else there for they and rep. I mean, I guess there's rep. Is the rep the rep is still pitiful, I, I think. I looked at that. The it's rep still, is nothing. Yeah, it's still very, very small. Um, okay, so it's not okay, I was misunderstanding. So it's not the payouts uh or like the quantities of the payouts, it's just that they didn't offer anything new. Nothing nothing diverse. Correct. Okay, okay. I, I get that. Listen, we've talked about this before. A lot of G five players they they just buy their faction credits now. Like, they buy it with Latinum, all right? <laughs> so it's not necessarily a unique perspective for a lot of G5. A lot of G5 players convert their their Latinum for faction credits because they can. It's actually cheaper and easier than actually trying to do faction credits. So <laughs> I know a lot of us say, wait, how can you not need faction credits? There comes a point where you've got so many millions of Latinum that you just you just buy them. All right, so I mean that that's that's a thing. Um, but that being said, okay, I wanted to make sure you weren't you weren't disappointed with the math of the of the refinery because I think it actually looks pretty good. Uh, I know that there are a couple of players out there who have talked about the sunk cost of investing and upgrading in the ship, and I I get that I do. Uh, I still find the the cost of the directives to be pretty daggone high, but I've pretty much resigned my myself to the fact that I'm not going to buy that every single day. I'm probably going to go every other day, and I'll still be able to get good, substantial increases of those credits uh, after I upgrade my ship. In fairness, I have not bought a single credit redeemed this entire month. I am putting 100% of my charged nanoprobes into my ship so that I can get the tier up, so that I can get the extra credit payouts to come to me faster. I'm putting everything into the ship. But again, I do remind people... That is how it was originally. You didn't start getting credits and independent credits until after you were done with the ship. Uh, I encourage that again. Plus, it'll it'll go a little quicker this time. It feels like, at least at some of the earlier tiers. Because this thing's tier locked. See, the Vidar wasn't. The original Vidar was not tier locked. So you could have it maxed at, tier, at, at Ops 28, or it could be Ops 40 before you did it. This one is tier locked. I'm going to encourage you to get to your tier lock as quickly as possible, and then... Start getting your credits. And then when you're ready to go up again, then you can start working on that next tier. But because this one's ops locked, I'm going to encourage people to blast that thing out early and then come back for the increased number of credits once you get to your ops lock. I am not, I mean, I'm not unhappy with the credit payouts uh, from what I can tell. My biggest source of, of dissatisfaction is the cost of the directives. I know why they're doing it, Bubba, but I don't like it. But it is what it is. I just have decided, well, piss on it. I just won't buy the directives, you know. Uh, I'll buy directives now and then, but I'm certainly not buying them every single day, and I don't think you should either. So there's, uh, there's that. Uh, now, Brawny, that is incorrect. <laughs> I See, I love these kinds of things. Brawny, that's not correct. I, I, again, I acknowledge you're right. Everything says chance, but that's not. See, Scopely needs to work on this, Bubba. This is a, this is a perception problem. Uh, as a matter of fact, is Blue Mandalorian or Jules Verne in our audience? Because we've been mapping out. We've been mapping out the expansion cube chest. Okay. Blue, uh, are you still set up to join the stage? I don't know if you are or not. Here, let me see. No, it doesn't look like it. Here, let me. Okay, you've got the roll. You might have to hop in, hop out, but hop up on the stage. Let's talk, because you and I and Jules Verne, 
we have, in fact, been uh, tinkering with the expansion cube payout. And we do have some facts for you folks. Now, we don't have the entire thing mapped out. All right. But Blue, what we know here so far is that despite the fact that the charge nanoprobes do, in fact, say chance, okay, despite the fact that they say chance on each of their bundles, all right, it, it, it means that you have a chance at either of those two. Okay, what we have determined so far is that a single chest, Blue Mandalorian, confirm for me if, if I'm right or wrong, out of the charge nanoprobes, you're getting four rolls. True or false? Out of the, out of the nanoprobes? Looks the like it, yeah. Charged nanoprobes, charged only, you're getting four rolls. The reason it says chance is Scopely's ridiculous... Uh, presentation problem here. All they'd have to do is go up and put an info button up here. I don't know why they're avoiding the info button so much lately. It's the dumbest thing. You would solve this problem with an info button. All right. But uh, listen, Frank, listen, Frank, <laughs> you're, you're, so DJ, <laughs> I actually can explain that because there's been a number of articles as to why games don't put an info button there. It's so they can change it without telling anyone. Oh, well, <laughs> that's fair. Okay. I mean, not fair, but I mean, I, I guess that's understandable. The re well, it, it's ridiculous. The info button and then change it without telling anyone. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. At least I guess there would be. You can have both. Yeah, I guess there's, there's some disclosure. Anyway, nonetheless, here's the thing. Even though it says chance, it means that there's a chance of this one or a chance of that one. But what we have been able to verify here so far is that you will at least as of now, Bubba indicates that there's a possibility of that changing. But as of right now, you get four rolls. All right? I don't even know. We obviously couldn't determine odds, Blue Mandalorian, but what we do know is that in every chest that's been opened, in every example that's been sent to us, there have been a combination of four of those for charged nanoprobes. Likewise, on the active nanoprobes, right, Blue? There has been some combination of four rolls on 100% of the rolls that of the chest openings that we've seen, which is what Echo kind of said to us, Bubba, when he came out on the show. Maybe that chest isn't as bad because, you know, well, then put a freaking info button in it, okay? And then we wouldn't have to assume that it's crap. But it is four rolls of charged. It's four rolls of active. Blue, what I, we haven't solved. Go ahead. I, I would also like to point out that for whatever reason, this is something that has seven-day cooldown is by design, as you said, to be engaged with twice a month, which requires engagement in the first place. But uh, it, with, to that end, something like that, compared to the Bajoran loop, which has every 74 hours you can get a lucky pull of Cisco. I think this should have a lucky pull, at least in its rules, if it's going to be so rarely pulled. I can see that. But now you do remember Mr. Tiger coming out and saying, hey, listen, you know, we wanted to do a little bit more steady sourcing, and we didn't want to pay out less in a general role because, you know, because of the lottery chance of the, that one jackpot. And what we are seeing, even though the cooldowns are seven days, which I don't disagree with you per se, but what we're seeing, for example, is, okay, why can't I copy that image? This is killing me. All right, let me, let me bring another image down. 
Here is an image I'm going to throw into the graphics room of just one of these pulls. And I have shown this one off before. You guys have seen this, uh, I think, on Twitch. Let me show you this one. This is a single chest opening from the Vinculum loot box. All right? Now, that is clearly not one or two rolls, even of the Borg officers. All right? As a matter of fact, what we have observed from the eight or ten screenshots that have come in, Blue, is that there may not actually be a specific number of rare or a specific number of epic like it is in Jem'Hadar or even like it is in the Borg Solo Armada chest. What we have, what we're working on, the hypothesis that we're working on right now is that it's just six or eight officer shard rolls. Probably with an odds on rare instead of epic, something of that nature, right? We've also... Yeah, I think it should just be like officer pulls in general with odds in play. Yeah, I, I think that that is probably what we're seeing here. Because we've seen others where, like like this one right here on this one, and this, by the way, was a tier one vinculum chest, okay? tier uh, The tier one through four bracket. What we found in this one, for example, take a look. There's no uncommon or rare directives either. All right. Um, there was also, let me see here. So that means that the directives blue either A, are all lumped together with their own set of chance, or the uncommons are one roll, the rares are one roll, and the epics are one roll, but also with the chance to roll zero. You see what I'm saying? Um, same thing for some of these officers, because we have seen some rolls, blue, that did not have a rare pull in it. Uh, let me see if I can go back and find, let's yeah, see. I don't think there's any guarantees. Yeah. Kind of like the, uh, elite chest in the, uh, Bajor loop. Here's another one. Here's, here's one where we can see, and again, it supports the theory that, the officers are just kind of all one bucket. It also supports the theory of directives all being in one bucket, where there is a guarantee of one, but it could be any one of those nine rolls. All right? So that's a possibility as well. Uh, let's see. I've got a couple of more of these loot chests. We don't have to go through a bunch of them, but I think... The odds are probably not even based off the... Uh rarity of the directives no, it may just be based off the quantity it, it's probably just equal odds across this stuff uh because we've seen we've seen a few of them and and almost every time we are seeing a guarantee so here's what we're seeing in 100 because i've made some notes what i've seen in 100 percent of screenshots is officer shards of one form or another we have seen directives of one form or another We've seen charged nanoprobes and active nanoprobes guaranteed, all right, with a certain number of rolls. That looks to be four each. And the last fun one, the last fun one, we did in fact see one that had no Talios exocomps. I've only seen one, which means that the odds must be pretty bad, Blue, that you don't get the, the, the exocomp. But I have seen somebody pull a chest that did not receive an exo. And it does say chance. And there's only one option there. That's pretty Never, that's, uh, that's pretty crap. 
never underestimate underestimate my ability to beat the odds. Yeah, I think that's pretty crap right there. There's you know there's only that there's a chance that you don't get any of the tally loot exos. So I'm just throwing that out there. You know, not it's not super nice. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know about that. Um Cruzito says, if only Scopely provided information so you wouldn't have to speculate. Well, we have gathered data. This is what we know so far. Okay, this is what we know so far. Uh, but I have seen uh, screenshots where people did not get a tally loot uh, XO. So that uh, that can exist right there. Now, see, Blue, have you pulled all – these aren't all three yours, right? I, I haven't pulled a single one. Yeah, I, I have not pulled one yet either. But uh, now, see, here in all three of these, these all three show XOs. But, again, holding true to our other uh, assumptions of X number of officer roles in general – uh, it appears to be one roll of directives, all right, regardless of rarity. Four rolls of charge, four rolls of active. All right, that's it. That's all we know. Now, now the only, like, redeeming factor is that in all these pulls I've seen, there's at least five uh, queen shards in there, which means that there's some, some form of boosted sourcing in, in mind here. Well... Yeah, I guess I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, every single one of these has had at least five. Yeah, so, you know, I wonder, that would lend itself to there being a specific number of shards from Borg Queen exclusively. So let's see. Let's look at these. We've got enough to do some mapping. Cruzito just pulled one chest, got five. So that obviously could be five rolls. It could be five. Four rolls. I mean, the the, the possibilities there are, are pretty limitless. Let's operate off the assumption of four, Blue. We've got four from charged. We got four from active. All right? So let's see if four from rare and four from epic can actually work. All right? Here's Butcher Boy. Holy cow. They got 11 board queen shards. Three, 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 and two. That would work. Those are pretty good odds. There's four. Let's see if four fits for all the rest of these. Doom's Gray shows 14. Well, no, there you go. That that. Oh, wait, was that a double? That had to have been a double. Holy cow. That was not. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, guys. Um, make sure that the tally is the same tier. Okay, this is a tier one through tier four that we're comparing right now. We do know, don't we, Blue, that the number of shards will increase with your tier of tally. So this is what I'm looking at is tier one through four. There is also a tier, what, five through seven, I think, Blue, and then yeah. an, an eight through 12 or an eight through 10, okay? So Raxnar says ignore mine, okay. But Doom's Gray has a tier one. He got 14 shards. Blue, even if you did the best RNG, three times four is 12, you couldn't have gotten 14. So that means that there has to be Either a fifth roll, five rolls is consistent. You said that you have not seen a screenshot with less than five, have you? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see if that claim I just made gets gets through. Like, I, I want to see me proven wrong, but can so any, far I have not. Can anybody <laughs> show a vinculum chest with less than four Borg Queen shards? Because maybe this is not quite as bad. As we thought. But again, why why produce crap that looks bad? Please, Scopely, for the love of Christ. Okay? But will, if it's if it's five epic rolls. 
If it's five, no, looser doesn't. You're making it more complicated. He says four guaranteed on the queen and one through four on Dezoc or queen. I, I don't know if we can do that. I don't know if we can do that. Let, let's just operate off the assumption of five here for a minute. Can we get five out of seven? Of course we can. We could go one, two, three, four, and then a three shard. There's five, makes seven. Let's see if we can do it on Butcher Boys. He's got 11. We could do three, 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 one, and one. There's five pulls. Uh, let's take a look at Cruzitos. He's got five shards. That's easy. One, 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 one. Let's take a look at Blues. Other examples. There's a seven. That could be a one, 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 three, or a one, one, two, two. A one, 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 two, two. That would be five as well. Here's 12 shards. You could go three, three, three. It's nine. Two and one. Three, 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 two, one. There equals 12. I, I think you can make that work, Blue. Obviously, we don't know, and the only way we're going to know is if somebody shows us a screenshot with less than five board queen officers. All right. William says, what if you pulled it on Tuesday? What was Tuesday? <laughs> what happened Tuesday? <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, Blue, right there you go. Tier 7 and Tier 8, those are the options in the tally chest for the uh, number of officer shards. Oh, you already had that one, didn't you? Wait, how do you have that all the way up to tier 12? Blue. What? How do you have the number of officer shards all the way up to tier 12? Uh, on that one, uh, that was uh, not up to before I did tier 12. That, that was uh, Jules collected that data, but I think I've seen people with a tier. I've seen plenty of people with tier 11. Okay, well, the Dezoc rolls can't be right. Tier 9 is not going to be less shards than Oh, yeah, tier that, that five. can't be right. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, that can't be right. Uh, we'll take that screenshot unless, for 7 unless, and 8. Uh, unless that meant to be a slowdown period, you know? <laughs> I guess. Uh, listen, so if you've got Tier 9, Correct. 10, 11, or 12 tallies, we'd love to see a copy of your Vinculum chest. It looks like we've got that all the way through Tier 8. Um. I guess we could probably confirm a tier five. So if you've got well, a tier based off that rate, of, oh sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say based off that the rate of uh, number of shards you see in every chest. I don't know if it's even gonna change, like in terms of past one three five. It might not go up, but at the very least, the directives and stuff like that might change as well. We do, we just need to see that and confirm because some of this stuff obviously can't be confirmed. I'm not sure why that data is there. Um, but uh, but we'll we'll take a look. Ragnar says I'll be tier nine on the next event. Well, that'd be great. Send that information over, and we'll take a look at the tier nine refinery. See if the rare shards change and if the queen shards change. DJ, um, have you uh, upgraded your Talias a lot? No, no, nope, it's still naked tier do one. Do you have a do you have a sizable amount of charge nanoprobes? Charge nanoprobes are forty six and fifty three. I mean, no, I meant like stockpiled. Uh, I've got like three hundred fifty thousand. I'm waiting for tomorrow. So yeah, I would I would highly advise you to. Uh, that's only enough to get that me to SLB that gives you that face palm. Yeah, it's only enough to get me to tier three though. I ain't winning nothing with that. But yeah, there uh, is the there, third week. There is a solo leaderboard. You want me to not do it next, not do it tomorrow, but wait till week three? No, I think tomorrow's the only. I think the it's last Tuesday. One. I think it's Tuesdays when they have it. It might be Tuesday, uh, but it's the last one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which means everyone's on their load by now. Yeah, I'm right. I doubt it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, the 21st is the day. So that is Tuesday. That is Tuesday. And it's the last one. 
Uh, it's the last Upgrade Your Tally event, so that is coming on Tuesday, which will be the final solo leaderboard for upgrading the tally. Good luck if you have been holding back. I have been, so we'll see. Yeah. All right. I held back my uh, my I held back my Vidar stuff to get the face palm in week two, and then as well for the Fleet Commander stuff. Well, I missed the Fleet Commander event, which I think ended what yesterday or this morning. I missed it. Oh, there's another. Oh, is there? Well, good. I might yep. actually do something in that one then. I missed it this morning. I was going to try, but I missed it. Um, that being said, there is um, the Upgrade the Tally event, which starts Tuesday. That is the very last one that will come. And uh, later this week, there's another Borg Brawl. Just as a quick heads up, I want to throw this out there. Uh, the Borg Brawl event, I know it says, you know, fight Borg. Um, this is meant to be a hostile event. I've told Scopely about this now for two months. Borg solos will not work. All right. I, I mean, they will. They will, but only for one of your ships. And if you happen to go against a Borg cube, a Vinculum cube, only one of the five slash six participants will actually get points in the Borg Brawl event. Okay. It's busted. It's busted. It's busted. All right. I've gotten like 20 billion points from a one hostile trip, so armadas are definitely not the way to go. Well, there's many, many billions that it, that can come from an armada if you're the lucky one that gets to score. But let's say it's a Borg cube. Only one out of the six participants are going to get a score in Borg Brawl. All right. If you're doing a solo armada, only one of your three ships are going to get a score in Borg Brawl. Armadas are not meant... They're not scoring properly. I've told them and told them to re redo the labels. They haven't. Just so you guys know, Borg Brawl is not reliable in Armadas. All right? It's luck of the draw. You'd be better off doing hostels. Okay. Anything else uh, regarding the calendar you guys want to touch on real quick before we take our final break? We'll come back. We'll do a little bit of Battleship. And um, I think that should probably be about it. I think. I think, think. I, I would like to say, though, for the arc, though, uh, if the Davo store style with the ETA speedups, if that could happen more frequently than once a year, that would be great. What? What about ATAs? What? Uh, having the Davo store style with the ATA speedups in there, just oh, yeah. as a concept in general. Yep, if that I'll could be, happen more than once. I will be year, buying 50 be of those. Yeah, for sure. Raxnar says, My Borg brawl does not mention armadas. No, it doesn't. It just says fight Borg. All right, but Borg Armadas are Borg, so people are doing it expecting to score, and it's not working properly. So, I, if I had a wager, I guess all these additional events that ask you to beat these expansion cubes, they were just they didn't want to discourage people from like maximum engagement. Yeah, well, go ahead, go try to score in Borg Brawl by doing a Vinculum cube. You've got exactly an eighteen, what is it, sixteen percent chance of actually getting any points whatsoever. Uh, one day soon says is tomorrow confirmed for the free battle pass. What do you mean? Like for the winners? Uh, no, it's not confirmed, but tomorrow would be day 14 and they've never really been later than that. So, um, they always, they always tell me between days 10 and 14. So I'd say barring any major fires tomorrow that should be going out. Um, I, it could be Tuesday, but you know, tomorrow would be day 14. So hopefully, um, hopefully nothing crazy. We'll hold them back. All right. William says, is there a reason for different milestones? No, not that they have shared with me. That actually has been raised up. I know myself and uh, uh, several others. Yo, yo, Stony dude, who's a, who's a moderator now. 
Shout out Stony Dude. Uh, he was talking about that the other day. No, they didn't give us any reason for that. It just sounds silly. I, I don't know why. Oversight, I guess, possibly. But, yeah, no. Oversight by design. Oversight, I suppose. Anywho. All right. Anything else very quickly before we, before we take a break? All right. When we return, we'll do a little bit of Battleship. We'll get ready to get the heck on out of here. And um, I'll continue trying to troubleshoot other, other problems in the studio because boo. All right. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Uh, back in a new studio full of many, 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 many bugs. <laughs> but it, it does look nice. It looks pretty. We just got to get it working right. Uh, we'll be back after this on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a second, everybody. Hang on. Today's show brought to you in part by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, your one-stop shop for all toys, whether for pleasure, professional, buying, selling, or just remembering your childhood. Visit them online at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Frog Newtons. Don't ask what the chewy stuff in the middle is. Welcome back to the show. We're joined now by Ben Affleck for his first public comment since his wife, J-Lo, dragged him to the Grammys this week. How's it been since, Ben? Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Whoa, whoa. Looks like we got off on the wrong foot, Mr. Affleck. I like those shoes. Uh, okay, thanks. So we're good. There are only bad options. Uh, anyway, take us through what went through your head that night at the Grammys. Now, y'all look money hungry. Uh-huh. Just don't waste my time. Ben. Ben, this is PBS. We're a family show. You know what the best part of my day is? I have no idea. Humor me. I am a millionaire. Ah, Ben. All right, let's go to break. Can we even air this? And now, here's Chelsea Mudley, spokesperson for AMC Theaters, to explain their new ticket pricing policy. As you may have heard, AMC is now charging different prices for theater seats based on the desirability of the seat. For example, if your seat is, say, 8th row center, you will pay more than for a seat that's on the end of the aisle in the 30th row. Makes sense, right? And if your seat is near the exit for a sequel to Where the Crawdads Sing, well, then you'll have to pay a lot more. But if your seat is behind a 6'6 man with an afro who spends the whole movie on his cell phone, you pay less. All seats within two rows of kids celebrating a birthday are half price, as well as any seat next to a guy in a trench coat. And if you are a kid celebrating your birthday, well, you pay double. I hope this helps explain our new ticketing policy. Next week, we'll explain our new extra butter policy. And don't even ask what you'll pay to use the restrooms. We were good. You've got to be kidding me. We were cold. <laughs> I totally clicked a different track. Bubba Joe, I want to know what you have done to this studio that it will only play Miley Cyrus. This is ridiculous. I love this song. Why? Oh, my goodness. Okay, if I click the fast forward button, then then I can I can try to find a different song. Oh, now what's now what's it doing? It's Now it won't stop. Oh, there we go. Okay, we'll play this one. It could be like opposite presets, and you can just have Miley Cyrus stuck. Miley, Cy- Miley Cyrus is stuck on every playlist. I don't think I like this one. Let's go to another one. What, what do we have in this playlist anyway? Uh, what is this? That was the new Sam Smith song. It's causing so much controversy all across. Oh, is there any- 
Uh, who's Pink Panther? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> it was a bad movie with. Steve oh, this Martin. is the new Rihanna song, which is really good. But we just played that one. Let's see. Uh, ooh, Morgan Wallen is good. You want to do Morgan Wallen? That's country music. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. How to get my money back? Someone said it drowns a memory. Oh, but it ain't doing jack. Yeah, I've been sipping, I've been buzzing, shooting doubles like it's nothing. All but nothing makes you go away. I need something you prove. Something stronger than I'm used to. Like this one. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one right there. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. <laughs> this is Talking Trick Love. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. Uh, look there. Forgotten Shield says, this music has me close to disconnecting. Come on, man. Who doesn't like Morgan Wallen? That's a good one right there. Yeah. Uh, welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Uh, this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We've only got a few minutes anyway, uh, just kind of trying to wrap up with everything. Bubba, um, so the Cerritos Borg event, that really kind of had you down in the dumps. What, is, is there anything else glaring at you? Obviously, the rewards uh, from the Vinculum. All right, you had mentioned something about the ship. Tell me what you meant by your mystic, cryptic comments about what someone told you about the abilities of this ship, because you probably know more than I so, do at this point. I want to know what you what you what so, you heard. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yep. So, the ship itself is it's a new specialty ship, right? Uh-huh. And we've had a we've had a dozen of these, right? And this specialty ship is supposedly really good at hitting board, right? Okay. Except not at tier one, and not really at tier two. And so far, in my experience, not at Tier 3. But I'm told it gets better from people that have got it a little bit further along. So eventually, it's going to be sort of okay at hitting board. Fine. But at the low tiers, it's really not as good as your Vidar. And if you are a high enough tier player, it's really not going to be as good as your other ships. Wait, so you use use normal ships to to hunt Borg? Oh, God, yes. Oh, jeez. I mean, this this is what's kill. wrong with G five. This is this is what's wrong with G five. You're too powerful. I they I gave you too pilot, much. I I use my uh, Sanctus, and I kill about uh, nine or ten of the of the not the top one, but I think it's like fifty fours, the six fifty eight or sixty or whatever those are. Somehow I will die to those randomly, and I haven't figured out why. But the fifty fours I can kill no problem. I will fill my cargo and come home with about 85% hole left. How much is your cargo? Uh, 780000 <sighs> you you designed G5 so piss poor. I, it, it's just so freaking piss so, poor. It's so, so piss so poor. Uh, let me get back to my point, right? So mm. I am told that there's a point where the Talios actually gets good at hitting Borg. Okay. I haven't experienced it. My Talios is tier three, but I'm told that there is a point that it gets there. 
And so someone whose opinion I trust very, very much, he's very, very smart and very good at this game, started saying how he liked the ship. And I'm like, you're insane. And he's like, no, the ship is good. And I'm like, all right, you got to tell it to me. And he's like, oh, well, it's got this huge cargo. And I go, I don't care. That just means it takes me longer to fill it. I don't want a huger cargo. Like I have, I can do exactly what I need to do with the cargo I have now. Yes, I pay a little bit more in repairs, but I'm not, I haven't had to 15 million active nanoprobes into it either. It's like, no, 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 no. It actually has other uses. And I, okay, tell me, convince me, why is this ship any good? And he goes, it's super fast. And I go, okay. And he goes, no, 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 no. It's really, really fast. He goes, it is great for defending bases. It is great for territory. It is very, very good for those things that people started using the Vidar for, this is just a better version of that. I said, okay, that's not something I care about. Get it. I see that players can find value in that. I said, okay, so what else? Why else? Like, I go, ignore the cargo because I think that's a detriment, but I get why you're, he goes, he goes, why do you want to have more um, action cargo? And I go, you're not hitting actions with this thing. He goes, I am. He goes, and with 4 million cargo, Guess how often I have to hit action now, as opposed to having to do it 800,000 at a time. And I go, not very often. <laughs> so, <And> so <laughs> God, Scopely, you're so bad at this. So, so you're using the Vidar. Ship, you're using the tally ship, to kill Mantis. This seems terrible. <sighs> but people are using it to hit miners that they couldn't hear before. Like, it's taken out Novas, right? Pretty handily. Right. So, and it can get as much, again, huge cargo, right? So, it's getting a lot more cargo than anything else you can use to get. So, there is going to be a use case for this ship, I think, that exists. For some players, they're going to see a lot of value in this ship. And I've heard that from this player and other players like, no, this ship, I actually enjoy this ship. At no point do they ever say, oh, yeah, it's great for hitting Borg. <laughs> well, uh, well, I've seen a little bit of this in the chat, okay? A little bit. Like, uh, for example, I saw here a minute ago, uh, around Tier 5, uh, cargo, let's see, Raxnar says, okay, his at Tier 8, the cargo by tally is 4.5 million, 4.25 million. Uh, Rico says, Tier 5 tally, I can do 2.8 million in half a hull in less than 20 minutes in the 44 system. 2.8 million in 20 minutes. That is enough for 14 days? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, two and a half, five days, five days. Five days with the double pulls. Um, we see some of these others in here. Uh, Ragsnar says that the ship really starts to shine at around tier four, tier five. Balabom says at tier four, I can do more probes than with my Vidar. Um, K92 so says 33 hostiles, seven and a half million loot. 33 for seven and a half million loot. Uh, K9, K9 Tooth also says that the impulse of the ship can get to 361 for him. Balabom is saying 462. I mean, that is pretty dang on fast. Uh, Raxnar can fill his tier 8 cargo in 15 to 20 minutes. All right. So, Blaze, you said, DJ, you even said it. Why use the tally when I have exos that make the grind quicker on the Vidar? It sounds like that's a transition mechanic, Blaze. 
uh, let me ask. K9, Blue, uh, Raxnar, are you guys able to do more with the Vidar even at Tier 4, Tier 5? Like, are the Exos still faster? Or does the Tally actually become a overall better ship than the Vidar, all tools included, at about Tier 5? I, I do not have uh, Vidar at that tier yet, but I am imagining that, as you said, those early 1-4 to four tiers, the Vidars with his loot Exos are going to be the more like time-effective option to get your loot. But as you hit tier four, I hope is that you can hit some really like you can really punch up where you're not supposed to on on board probes, and then that will really fill your hole uh, in a faster fashion just with base loot alone. K9 says tier three is about where it starts getting good. I do remind you though that he's an op sixty. Lost in says tier four is about where it starts to shine for me. K9 tier three probably shown. Uh, probably got good for you because of your research that a lot of us aren't going to have. But Tier 4 says Lost In. Raxnar agrees at Tier 4. It starts getting pretty daggone good. So, um, yeah, you know, Blue, it sounds like, mathematically, it sounds good. Paulo says even at Tier 2, it's roughly on par with a Tier 9 Vidar. Uh, probably does start to get better at about Tier 3. And um, and this kind of does kind of come back. Cruzito says... Uh, or uh, Lost In says, I've got Tier 5. I can do better than any other option. No exos necessary. Cruzito says, you know, this is not surprising to hear from Bubba, but a lot of high G4 do not use the Mantis uh, for Axion Hostiles. I do. I do. It's faster and cheaper. All right? So I absolutely I do. do. Um, you don't, Blue? So what you said? Who said you know, that? I use, I use my Pylum. They're much more convenient. Ugh. Like, really? Like, I get why people want to use the mantis, but like from so the way much I faster. Play, I don't. I don't want to have that extra cost, like the extra stuff to spend every day for marginally higher uh, repair cost. Yeah, because you're spending. You're definitely uh, spending more on try. No, the, the repair stuff is like not trit's trit. I I I have a play style where I I play like I have resources I don't have. Like I just go for the living luxurious life because I am playing a game. I'm in no reason to treat it like a like a cost saving nine to five job and budget it out. <laughs> I've got to like, count and save all having... my trip. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, oh no, I don't summon that place because I want to spend my juice. So I just sat the screen for nine minutes. I'm like, are you having fun yet? Like, <laughs> I'm just like, well, I do summon I... everywhere. I do summon everywhere, but I, I yeah, do use exactly. my mantis. The... Here's the thing, you know, I, I think the difference comes blue. Like, with my Mantis, I'm five minutes and done. I don't have an attention span, okay? I hate anything that's going to take any amount of time at all. i got to be honest with you guys. You guys are talking about 15 to 20 minutes. That still sounds horrible, okay? Honestly, it still sounds terrible. You give me something that takes five minutes, and I'm much better with that. The Mantis is five minutes, and I'm done, Blue. You know? For like like 10 to 15 minutes, um, I'm in there grinding, and I get like 200,000 cargo, and that's like... It's like about, you know, three pulls, three double pulls in one trip for me. Balabomb so. says it takes him five minutes to get 600,000 cargo on a Crozier. Well, I don't have a Crozier. I've got a pilot. I am interested to try the Tios because that, that might be fun. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. Balabomb must I, clearly I be a, you, yeah, clearly a higher. You've got to be a higher ops level. First of all, you're using a Crozier. Isn't that a G5 ship? Isn't a Crozier a G5 rare? 
Okay, so so yeah, clearly you can you can hit bigger, so you're going to be able to get more. I can't, I can't do that. I mean, really, honestly, five minutes in my pylum and five minutes in my mantis, it, it, I'm I'm faster in my mantis. I yeah, really am. And there's no question about that. It's just that, and people keep saying that. But the thing, the fast of the day is just because the, the mantis is great and it can get those things done at that higher tier. But that higher tier, it has higher cost, and you don't have that higher cost if you keep it low. Yeah. Oh. It's it's really a player. That a, is interesting to hear. Definitely a play style preference. Yeah, no, it's and interesting it's to hear Bubba's it. perspective from from that VIP community that like it's good for everything, you know. It, I, I guess that they're using it for so much more, right? Like obviously the community is saying that it gets good at Borg and Bubba. Maybe in your conversation that was just kind of inherently assumed, but the fact that it's good at Mantis, the fact that it has that crazy impulse speed. I mean, really, truthfully, it does come back and and kind of lends itself. Just like the original Vidar, in which it was a phenomenal uh, other use ship. You know what I'm saying? And and Bubba, you know, you say your guy didn't mention specifically Borg, but the chat here is telling you that it's very, very effective at Borg, probably starting at tier four, may, maybe tier three for you, Bubba, but possibly tier four. Um, but just like the Vidar having speed implications, cargo implications, raid defense implications, Mantis implications, doing a lot of other things just like the Vidar did. The Vidar was useful in a lot of areas uh, when it, you know, after it kind of fully developed. So I don't know. You know, I, I, I hesitated to bring this up because I was afraid that Scopely would take credit for it on something that I'm pretty sure was an accident. Um, <laughs> but we have been very vocal. We as a community, that we do not want one-trick pony ships. Yeah. And if this actually was intentional, which regardless of what they say, I don't believe it was, <laughs> um, this is a multi-use ship, one of the first specialty multi-use ships we've had in a very, very long time. Oh, that's true. Are you guys liking the tally? Because, I mean, I, I am only tier one. But you know what's crazy? Like... I, I I proved on screen that it's still faster for inert probes with my original Vidar and Excess. But capability-wise, uh, it's capable of hitting new Borg. Like, it's capable of hitting... Uh, I did 37s today. I also did a run of... Let me see if I can find it. I did a run of 38s. I, don't, I didn't do quite as well there. Uh, obviously, I was trying to punch. I was just trying to see how far I could punch up. Thirty-seven is definitely my sweet spot at the moment. I can do the thirty-eights, but I actually bring home less loot. So, and but that's a naked tier one, naked, nude, totally nude tier one. So I was trying to see if if you know how how high I could punch it. But Bubba, I mean, at a tier one with no components, it can still kill the thirty-eights. It's not very efficient there. The thirty-sevens are better, but I don't find that to be horribly bad especially when i'm looking at events now if i'm doing it for inert probes yeah i'll still do it with the vidar but these events that require me to hit up a little bit bubba joe like if i can hit up you know get more points so i could do the event faster i you know the tally's kind of holding its own a little bit there so i'm i'm that, not that's why i'm exclusively using it yeah i'm i'm not yeah. using it for inert probes i'm using it for event satisfaction and what crew am i using there scarlet hawk crazy 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 i'm using strange new worlds I'm using Strange New Worlds Pike. I'm using Uhura, and I'm using um, what's her face Una? Una for speed. 
which as I'm reading, my alt is uh, one shard away from Una. (laughs) Yeah, I'm using Una. DJ. Yes. I assume you have Hue. Yes, yes, and currently at tier one, level five. If you, I only have. You do not have. So if you do not have Hue, I would recommend Pike Uhura. Pike Uhura Khan, is that what you're saying? You're breaking up a little bit. Yes. Yeah, Khan would be Khan would be good there. Um, so I am. I do have Hugh and community. I'll tell you this. Uh, this is nuts. Okay, I haven't taken the time to map this thing out, but I bet Blue would love a log of this. So I have one under deck slot. All right, just one. Well, obviously, my Strange New Worlds crew doesn't have, you know, a ton of stats, just the three of them by themselves. So I did one run, Blue, of putting my biggest stat officer under deck. My hugest stat officer, so I put six under deck. It was enough to get me like 400% stat bonuses pretty much across the board, okay? Then I thought, well, I wonder how good Hugh would do. So I put Hugh under deck. And I lost over 100% in stats. Like, I had two categories at 250 and I think one at 300. Because Hugh was low tier, low stat. And I still did better. I lost mitigation. I lost whole health. And I lost damage boost. But having Hugh under there actually performed better than having higher ship stat bonuses because of the under deck ability. So if you've got Hugh and you've only got one or two under decks, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He needs to be one. And I started using, I started the grind when there was that, uh, I guess the first board brawl where there was like critical hit damage. And I was just using Hugh as a default for the event points. So I just, he was in that one slot from the get-go for yeah. the testing purposes, just the event alone. But 110% Hugh is huge. He is, he's con below deck. Oh, he's, he's insane. And and Ragnar says Odo is amazing as well. I agree. Scarlet Hawk says, "What about Galinar? Listen, if you got three under deck slots, go with it. All right, but I don't. I've got one. So I balanced. Yeah. I, I looked at stats as compared to Hugh's ability, and even with the sacrifice of stats, Hugh made a difference to the positive for me. So Hugh definitely went first. I'll probably try to do Odo next, uh, and then maybe potentially Galinar." Maybe when I get a fourth spot, I'll open up, you know, 10D or 6 of 11 or whatever. But but all I'm saying is Hugh will make up even if it's a low stat position. Like, he'll make up for lost stats. He'll, he'll do better. So I I ended up running him instead of 6 of 11, and it actually did better. Raxanar says the dream team would be Tendi, Odo, and Hugh if you can do all three. And I agree. That would probably be really, really good. <coughs> <laughs> Rico says Galinar may not may not be the best. <clears throat> Tendi's more important, and I would agree survivability, especially since these officers uh, or these new hostels are dropping significantly larger sums of inert probes. Galinar is probably a luxury, but not a necessity. So I would go with uh, Hugh, Odo, and Tendi first, and then you could try uh, to fill it out with Galinar. And then eventually, I'm Strange sorry. New Worlds on, so you can actually bring home more, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's there's a lot you can do with lower decks. I'm really liking uh, the fact that lower decks are starting to fill out. There's selection there now. Go ahead, who, Bubba. Who, who are you talking about? Is that the guy who smashes watermelons? Galinar? What are you, what are you talking about? 
Gallagher. Oh, <laughs> oh, Gallagher. That was like the the he was the giant. It was a dad it? joke. I get it. I got I, it. I, I got will it. say though, got it. I am afraid of my Vidar because my tier two Vidar Talias on my forty one has nine hundred and twenty six dam- thousand damage per round, and my maxed Augur has eight hundred and nine thousand. So it's like tier two. It has more DPR than a max Augur. Oh yeah. Well, you got to remember too. I think an, a level thirty nine player can only have this thing to tier three. Like that's where it locks out. But you're right. I mean, it it can come after <laughs> traditional ships, and that's what Bubba was saying. Like this thing's a little bit more well rounded than a lot of us maybe had given it credit for like, originally. So if, if an ops three nine player can get this thing to tier three, this might be their strongest ship. I, I don't know. Um, I'm my, I'm at tier two right now, and I've got uh, half my components. And I did three different runs in 36 space, and I was only getting about 300k. Um, oh, wait a minute. Oh. Yeah, 39s wouldn't get all the grade four research. Yeah, so I, I'm not really sure, even if I get this to tier three and I put all the components on, if it will actually replace my regular Vidar in that makes my sense. board grind. No, that makes sense. It, it might take a little bit more. It, 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 it might take a little bit more. But because of some of the extra research that comes for interceptors, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of ship specific research that comes in G4 land. So um, this but, can kill the D4. I'm not, I'm not like super. Oh my gosh, I got to tear this up because I know I'm going to be stopped at tier three right now. I'm just glad that the uh, Borg refinery is just slightly better and I can get everything I wanted and don't have to grind as much probes. Yeah. Sweet creature, I'm using Strange New Worlds Pike, Strange New Worlds Uhura, and Strange New Worlds Una on the uh, on the captains uh, and on the bridge. And and honestly, I probably truthfully could sub Una out for somebody who actually does something like Khan or uh, Charvenik. Even that's uh, very realistic. Do you have Q use Gorkon? Yeah, yeah, Gorkon. Would be really good if you're if you're using Hugh, Curla, Khan, any of those. Um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting uh, combinations you could do there. I'm just using Uhura. I'm sorry, I'm using Una for the speed and the extra synergy, but it's really not necessary. Uh, it's not necessary. It is helpful, as Bronny points out. Una's synergy to Spike is very useful, and it is. I agree, um, but not uh, maybe notwithstanding, uh, maybe notwithstanding something that you could do with an, with another better ability. That is certainly possible, okay? Uh, if using Uhura as captain would help? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, I think, you can, I think you want Spike there. I think you want Spike there. All right, uh, let's get ready to wrap up. We've got to go, and uh, Bubba Joe, it's been 10 days since we've done a previous show, so it only seems fitting if we actually throw in a round of Battleship. Let's do it, everybody. <laughs> Welcome in to the show. It is time for a little bit of Battleship up in here. And ladies and gentlemen, what I'll do very quickly is I'll throw a command in here. Contest pick. We'll see if we can find somebody, Bubba Joe. To bring them on up into the studio room and take a guess in Talking Tricks Battleship. You guys have forgotten. You guys have forgotten, haven't you? Has anybody remembered what to do with your card? Mm-hmm. 
All right, Captain Planet. <laughs> Silva says, we don't update it, do we? Yeah, all the guesses have been put into the Battleship War Room, and I'm 99.9% .9 sure that the Clue Room, sorry, the Clue Room is where I put all the guesses, and I'm pretty sure it's, it's completely up to date. Yeah, it looks like it's completely up to date. Let me check. Let me check the prize list. Let's see. Here we go. Prize list battleship. Wait a second. Wait a second. Did I miss one? No, 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 no. Okay, Gimmore. Oh, it looks like I am one behind. I think I'm one behind in the war room. Let me see. Yikes. Did I forget one? Oh, yeah. So I'm still one behind. I got to do one more. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Captain Planet says, I need to play in text. No problem, man. You got it. Let's do it, Captain Planet. Somebody give him a game card. Somebody give him a game card. Hurry, 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 hurry. And tomorrow night on Twitch, we will draw two names, not just one, Bubba Joe, but two out of the Battleship War Room. If you haven't actually gotten a chance to uh, update your card, you can do that in the Battleship Clues Room. Get yourself entered in the War Room, and we'll draw two names tomorrow night for a chance to win on Talking Trek's Battleship after a 10-day hiatus. Captain Planet, you've got an opportunity to play tonight. Let's go into the War Room. All right, Captain Planet's playing in text tonight. He says, all right, let's go with Delta 8. Delta 8. All right, let me, I haven't even pulled up the game card here. Let's open her up and go D8. Computer, uh, please be so kind. Enter coordinates D8, please. Delta 8. Target acquired. <laughs> wasn't it, man? That was a splish splash. I was taking a bath. All right, D8. That's miss, everybody. Go ahead and mark your cards. No, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, Captain Planet, for playing. You got one extra coordinate off of the game board. And now you guys have another guest for your game card, Bubba Joe. You've got a chance to win on Talking Treks Battleship each and every podcast, plus extra guesses off the air. All you got to do is join our Discord by visiting the website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Visit the website, enter in down below in the Battleship War Room, and the bot will register you there for our off-air guesses and your chance to win your share of thousands of materials in Talking Treks Battleship. Bubba Joe. I believe that will conclude. Uh, conclu conclu <laughs> that'll wrap us up for today. Do you have anything else that we need to uh, that we need to ponder on before we get ready to wrap? Not that I'm aware of. Not that you're aware of. Um, let me see. What did it? Uh, what cha 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 cha? Choo choo choo. I was just checking. Yo, what's up? Okay, so I just now saw the chat room. There's like a weird. There's like a weird sub chat now as a part of the stage. This is all very strange to me. I was just looking. I was looking. 
I'm very confused. Why is there normal chat in here when it's not a part of the other chat? Is anybody else confused right now? <laughs> huh? Yeah, DJ, Look, that's part of the new um, voice. It's been there forever. Yeah. Wait, so I have to watch two chat rooms now? There's no, there's a separate chat, and then there's the, the normal chat? Yeah, so this one is only active when the studio's open. This is terrible. Oh, my God, no, why are we using this part. chat? I didn't even know this <laughs> chat existed. I can't watch this well, chat. Well, no, the studio, the studio voice chat has only just been recent in the latest update. Normal voice channel chats have been around for a few months now anyway. <laughs> I can't watch two chats. That's that's like. <sighs> yeah, no, you, you, know, you don't have to. Just watch the main chat. It's oh my fine. God. Yeah. But it also has status updates. Look, yo, what's up? Truck and Chick is here. Yo, what's up, Truck Hi. and Chick? How are Hello. you? I'm good. When were you going to like... tell me about this other chat down here? Um, I was waiting until you were off the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to mess with your mojo with Blue and Bubba. I, I, need, I need to get a gooder monitor. That's what I need. I need to get gooder monitor. All right, that's it. We got to go. Over our time, Oliver (laughs) DJ's probably needs to go to bed. Mrs. DJ's hasn't seen me all day. There's no school tomorrow? Wait, what's tomorrow? Well, that's nifty. I still have to work. Yeah, Yeah, no, we do. (laughs) I still have to work. I still have to work tomorrow. All right, let me see if... Let me see. Thank you know what? You know what I forgot to pull up? I forgot to pull up the patron list. But I've got it. I've got it handy. No, I've got it handy. But I, I probably haven't updated it in in a minute. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go through it. Let's see what we got here. Last. Uh, oh wait, no, it's only ten days ago. I modified it on February the 9th. So that's pretty good. That's good. I would like to invite you and thank you for visiting our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find links over to our Twitch, where we will be tomorrow night, hopefully, if all goes well. Uh, we will also, I think, hopefully, all goes well. I, I don't know. But there's still there's still issues here. I've got an echo. When I go on Twitch, I've got an echo in my headphones. It's like a double feed. I have no idea what's causing it. Maybe, maybe one of you audio guys can help me with that because it's driving me to drink. Can't handle it. Something is feeding back. And it's only on my mic channel. Only the mic channel. That is the only one. It's, <laughs> it's killing me on Twitch. Anyway, uh, we've also got our YouTube channel and uh, in our gold Patreon program. We've got our Talking Trek merchandise store. New merchandise is up. Go buy new Bubba Joe merchandise. Bubba Joe is always right. Or he knows everything. What is that what it was? Bubba Joe knows everything. And if he doesn't, <laughs> he makes stuff up. You guys be sure to check that out. Uh, also, consider joining our gold Patreon. Close enough. Yeah, something like that. Uh, consider joining our gold Patreon program at a level of $10 or more per month. I'd really appreciate that. That means you guys join at a level of $10 or more. Turn your name yellow and uh, get your name red right here like this. Lord Neelix, Lady Cast Trader, Tucker, Morse, Duck, Hostels, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, D-Law, Mechrack, Hammerhead, Regis, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shape, Logot, Lobot, Auto Obsession, It's Hunter, Tagora, Grand Susie, Katana, Hank, Ape, DJ Gur, MC101, Late Nighter, Lightbull, Louis P, Zalinar, Zinfri, Peffy, Stormbringer, Bills Mafia, Bayonetta, Grog, Thorn, Archangel, Smoke Mohawk, Dogs Rule, Cats Drool. <laughs> uh, Jet Ski, Papa Smurf, Jason, Camp Jack Morse, Venium Scorpionus, Yusuke, Arian, The Professor, Traders Got Faith of the Heart, 
Steve, Ragnar, Liam, and Dominus, Casey Jones, Rippers, God, Chronic, Break This Fellow, Jesus Christ, Wet Willie Joe, K9, Tooth, Darth, Adamus, Surtail, Warren, General Chaos, Apox, Judge Crane, G-Force, Bamingas, Cap, and Q, Plain Simple, Garrett, Game Junior, Admiral, and Water, Cha-Cha, Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Looser, Kendall, Less Star Trek, More Hello Fresh, Techix, Seven of Nine, Jagan, Never Go Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorius, uh, Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Furmax, Dr. Link, Clueless, One Schizoid, Alexa, Bath, Welch, Kievo, Fighting, Texas, Aggie, Gunner, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, I'm Sitting Down and Being Wrong, The Web, Balabob, <laughs> Fart Monster, King of 101, D-Chesty, Garf One, Primal Fear, Medic 213, Dark Knight, Stratoblaster, Pixelate, Lost In, and Buddy. Thank you for for donating. $10 or more per month towards Talking Trek, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person for Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Sam Meow for now. Love you. Me to catch you on the next one. Appreciate you guys putting up with all of our issues today. I love you to death, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Good night.